Good morning, afternoon, or evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Infinity Film Podcast with my good buddy, Benjamin Saunders. Ben, how are we doing? Doing good. Doing good on this fine morning. Yes, we're recording on a Saturday morning, aren't we, Ben? Yes. It's beautiful out. It's cloudy. It's raining. Perfect day (laughs) to stay inside and watch some movies Mm -hmm. and talk Mm Spider-Man. Okay. All right. Got a thumbs up for Ben. So why don't we go ahead and get started with today's... Oh. He's back with his Jimmy Dean breakfast bowl. Classic. Not a sponsor. Not a, <laughs> yeah, not, not a sponsor. Mr. Zach Sells is in the Zoom building. Ladies and gentlemen, how are we, Zach? I am good. It is finally cold in Texas. It is 54 degrees right now. Cool. Or 58 degrees. That is it's cold really for nice. Texas. And it's 65 it's be a good day. Ah, well, ben, what's your weather report? It's 65 here. Hmm. Probably about the same. Yeah, you and I are fairly close to each other, so that's probably about the same. Uh, 61. That's what I see. All right. So if you want to go on vacation, Georgia's the place to be. All right. (laughs) Unless you're a Braves fan. Unless you're a Braves fan. You can come to cold Texas to port the Rangers. You know, I I set myself up for that one. And I'm okay with it. So I'm actually rooting for the Rangers. Well, actually, this episode's coming out after the World Series or during the World Series. But I'm rooting for the Rangers, Zach. I can't stand Houston. Bunch of cheaters. And I hate the Phillies with every bone in my body. And the Diamondbacks are just, you know, Diamondbacks. Go Shane. Go Shane. And yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? Yeah, go Shane. Go Shane. <laughs> You're doing good, buddy. Yeah. Good pal. You know, he's a New York Giants Great. fan. I mean, has yet to comment on my Dolphins being beating that giant at you know those Giants asses last weekend or two weekends, three weekends ago. I was gonna go south very fast if you didn't phrase that right. <laughs> yeah, I had I was like, wait, hold on, let me rephrase this. <laughs> Let's talk about something that we all love, Ben. Mm-hmm. Spider Man. Yeah. We all love Spider Man here. Well, Ben and I do. Zach just loves it. Hey, 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 hey. Spider Man's a good Zendaya, you know what? That, that's another. I'm not. I'm not gonna go into it. Uh, for this month's tier list, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about all the great Spider-Man characters that have come across uh, the big screen. Ben, mm-hmm. we've had multiple variants. See what yeah. I did there? Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, yes. I, I didn't like it either. Uh, different iterations of the Spider-Man character. Shut up, Zach. Uh, of the character. From Toby to Andrew to Tom to Miles. Animated Miles. And we're going to talk about all the characters and all the kind of the important players, Ben. The important players in all this. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start with Toby's universe, then go to, swing over to Andrew's, then swing over to Tom's, and then swing on over to Miles. And then we'll be done. Okay. So no choose your own row this week, Ben, because we have a lot to talk about, a lot to dissect, yep. a lot to yep. go over. But there is going to be a question of the day. But we're going to answer the question today at the very end. I'm just going to give you the question right now for you to guys to kind of ponder over. Okay. You only get to, you only get to keep three Spider-Man movies of all the Spider-Man movies in the in the filmographies we have. Wow. You only get to keep three. So just mm-hmm. ponder on that question, and we'll we'll circle back to it at the end of this episode if I remember. <laughs> so Ben, why don't we go? Everyone on the clock's a little bit, gentlemen. No, okay. Back to 2002. No, okay. Just eat your Jimmy Dean breakfast sandwich. <laughs> all right. A 2002, Ben. 
or a 40-year-old high school Peter Parker graced our screen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You know, it's great about all three of us here, Ben. We all, I feel like we all have a different Spider-Man that we love. Mm-hmm. And this first one, Ben, talking about Toby, near and dear to your heart. So kick us off, Ben, talking about our first character, Toby McGuire's Peter Parker. Uh he's he's an S tier. He is the the moment. Uh no, he's he yeah, is him. The, <laughs> he is him. The uh yeah, he's he's the original, but I, I still feel um holds up. There's uh in in the movies there's definitely some two thousands uh editing and stuff and like you're saying, he's Toby's a little uh older than than some of the later iterations. Uh that we've got another character, but it, it all still works for me and holds up well. Um, yeah, when I think of Spider-Man, I think of Toby, like you're saying. Uh, and I know I've told the story before, but uh, I didn't see the original in theaters, but uh, the second one saw the trailers and stuff, and I was like, oh, this looks really cool. And my dad was like, oh, you got you to see the first one first. So watch that with him and my uncle, um, and that was a big moment in, in his uh, kind of theater room and then seeing the second one in theaters with my dad and then the third one in theaters uh with my brother was was really cool so yeah all the video games and action figures and everything builds up to this but uh yeah overall i did toby toby does a great job with the character and sets the standard uh for the character on the big screen and is an s tier for me zach are we gonna go two for two and put him on the s tier Oh yeah, this is the childhood. This is the goat. Um, if I <laughs> how okay. how people not saying the goat of Spider Man, I'm saying the goat of like this is the Han. So- this is my Han Solo. This is like you know my oh. childhood, my oh, indie. Okay. So mm-hmm. you know, pretty much we all had like kind of similar experience witnessing the first Spider Man movie when we were kids and how impactful it was and everything. And um, I still this is. Probably this, the 2002 movie is what, like, you know, jumpstarted my love for, like, film and, like, comic book movies and why I still have, like, a special attachment to them. Um, even if they go off the rails and become what it is right now, <laughs> Secret Invasion, um, I still stick by it because it's just something that's near dear to my heart since a kid. And uh, Toby is the main reason for that. I can't see, like, it's crazy that people, like, we have other iteration of Spider-Man that I love. Like, personally, Andrew's my guy. I would get into that later but right now just the childhood nostalgia of toby and having just different variations of his story from the first second and third i think he just easily s tier he's the goat and you always tear up when you see him in no way home uh enough said that's uh over three for three here but you see what i did there yeah yeah i like that uh you know, excuse the Spider-Man three where he becomes emo Parker and he starts dancing and everything. You know, dig on this. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, he's he's a childhood favorite of a lot of a lot of comic book nerds and and just movie lovers in general who like this Raimi trilogy. Uh, I mean, who didn't just you know stand up and cheer when he showed up in No Way Home? That's a youth pastor. <laughs> what I like about his maybe we have so many different iterations of the character now but he feels like the most 
but my, my personal favorite, you know, is is Tom. We'll talk, you know, we'll get to that. But I like his Peter Park because he's the most wholesome. Ben, I would say, and it's very, it's it's still easy to connect with this Peter Parker as well. Mm-hmm. You know, this down as luck kid. You know, he's got this huge crush on this girl, and you know, he's got the best friend who's kind. Of, Harry's not even a cool guy. He's just kind of like a you know, <laughs> you know, son of a rich rich father, I guess. I don't know, but you know, I you know, when I think about Peter Parker, I think about nerdy. You know, I didn't say the word poor, but I mean, you know, poor nerdy Peter Parker, right? And Toby kind of embraced that, even if he was thirty five playing a sixteen year old. No, it, it <laughs> worked. Yeah. Uh, I feel like with each movie too, he really embraced the role of Spider-Man. Like he got more, more and more comfortable. And I kind of like what they did in Spider-Man Three. Ben was making him kind of like he became too full of himself mm-hmm. with all the praise he was getting. And I like how Toby played that off. So yeah, he's it's Toby's an S tier all all day. Um, Mary J. Watson, Kirsten Dunst is Mary J. Watson. This is an interesting one, Ben. I don't think she is the strongest love interest. I, I and I have gone back and forth on is it Kirsten Dunst? Is it the way she's written? Because I think Kirsten Dunst in Spider-Man too. It's it's one of her best performances of her career. Ben, I feel like I, I think <laughs> she really gives up a, a very very strong performance in Spider-Man two. Yeah, and Spider-Man three. The first Spider-Man though, Ben, I'm like I don't know what to think about her in, in the first Spider-Man movie. But then there's nostalgia because she's an OG, right? <laughs> you know, and don't lie. I'm sure all three of us do. Y'all had a crush on Kirsten Dunst watching the original Spider-Man trilogy. Oh, oh, come on, Zach. Don't. It's like saying no. Kira Knightley had my heart. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I still got your back, Kirsten. But uh, I can't put her in the AS tier because, like, there. Unlike other romances in the Spider-Man, other Spider-Man films, I didn't fully feel the bond between her and and Toby. Like I always felt like they were just really, really, really good friends. Mm-hmm. And in that first, well, really in the first two movies, she constantly put him in the friend zone. Yeah, constantly. So I, I'm gonna say B tier because I, I liked where they went with her in Spider-Man Two. And I, I love Kirsten's performance. I just, I feel like it's not as bad as, say, what Zack Snyder did with Amy Adams in <laughs> his Snyder trilogy. That was just abysmal what they did with her. What's wrong with her cup of coffee? She just stands there with her cup of coffee. <laughs> in slow-mo. Just, and also, too, and I'm, and I'm sure you're probably bring this up, too. She, oh, she's always a goddamn damsel in the stress. In every single <laughs> yeah. fucking movie. And that, that's the, that's a the worst. Screaming. A, a lot, lot of screaming. A lot of screaming. Yeah. Uh, and the first two movies was fine, but really, and the, are we doing it again with her in trouble? So, and then thank God, no way home. They finally fucking work it out. I swear to God, if he had said they still they were still working on it, then <laughs> I would have been like, dude, she's not the one. So I'm, I'm gonna say B because I, I I like Kirsten's performance, and I like what they did with her character as they progressed in the trilogy as she progressed in the trilogy. Um, Zach. Uh. I say, for nostalgia purposes, I say B. Um, I really did not like her in the third movie because the back and forth and like the Harry stuff just wasn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that it just felt out of character and became very whiny. And I just I don't know. There's a lot of whiny characters in Spider-Man Three. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that's true. That's true. That's very true. I I I just not a big fan 
of her MJ. I just never really was. Even growing up, I just thought she was okay. Um, like, you know, as much you can, like, correlate what that is, like a dance on the stress, as when you're a kid. And the kid, you're just like, oh, spider pants, oh, saving the girl. Like, you don't really see that, but... I don't know. I just don't really care. I didn't really care for like the play stuff growing up to inspire me too. I do now as an adult, but back. I'm then, glad you said that because I feel the same way. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just did not care. Didn't give yeah. a shit. Now that I'm older, <laughs> I'm like, like, you know what? I, I see. I see where you're coming from. Well, not the drama. Really, yeah, I, yeah, the drama. I, I like. I like this more now. Yeah, and I think that's what's so good about the Raimi trilogy is like I think we said before in past episodes when we talk about it, it's like you appreciate it more when you're adult. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a kid, you're like, eh, like. I want to see Venom. I want to see. I want to see Sandman. Um, but MJ, I say it be for nostalgia purposes. I'm not a big uh, Christian Dunst fan. I just never was. I'm still kind of not. Um, that's my stance. Now, the other women we're going to talk about. Oh my lord! Can you just call me? Come on. Right. Now we're talking about Zendaya. Ben, please. Yes. Please. Uh, back on track. Um, yeah, I. It be be's good for me. I I was thinking A, but I feel like you kind of you, you did good talk me to B, um, based on the the character. I'll always defend her acting because some people, uh, I feel like on Instagram, kind of mm-hmm. throw some shade. Uh, I, I I her acting I feel like was always good, but the yeah the damsel in distress all the time, like you said, <laughs> and um, <laughs> the, yeah, like you said, her character, what she does with Harry and and having five boyfriends in the first movie and uh yeah she she does see i can't put that on curse enough of the, the, the harry no, thing no, spider-man no. 3 i just i yeah. wish like that, that was just like i don't know why baby decided like let's let's have them kiss i want to <laughs> yeah not delve into that ever again yes I, I just felt weird yep so but for being og character and everything it, it's uh earned some kudos there but yeah, I'm good with B. So, do we all like her the most in Spider Man 2? That Raimi yes. Spider Man 2? Yes. Cool. All right, let's move on to Harry Osborne, who progressively became more of a dick in each <laughs> of these movies. You know who we didn't put on here? Bernard, the man who could have saved us a lot of trouble if he had just opened his mouth once, Ben. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Harry is, is, I don't even know if he's a really a tragic character. Because I know he dies, but like, I don't know, Ben. I, James Franco, I, I, I gotta be careful how I say my thoughts on James Franco. I think he's a good actor, and I'll leave it at that. And I liked his portrayal of Harry. Mm-hmm. I, I wish Spider Man Three had really just delved really into then the Peter Harry relationship, other than him getting hit in the head and then he loses his memory for like half the movie. And yeah. Then, one kiss from Mary Jane, and all of a sudden he's a dick again. I, I, I don't know. It just it just felt off to me. Um, and I liked where they went in the first movie, right? He's jealous of Peter or Peter and Norman's relationship, and kind of how Norman sees Peter as more more of a son than Norman sees Harry. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. And I like I actually liked him a lot in Spider Man too. Kind of like always mad at Peter for like, hey, why aren't you telling me where who Spider Man is and all this shit. I'm still going to say B tier, though. And I say that because I, I don't like when they took his character in Spider-Man 3. Performance, yeah, it's fine. But there's a relationship in which I feel like the friendship is more 
palpable. I get palpable, I guess, Ben. I guess you would say, or just it feels mm-hmm. more authentic mm-hmm. than Toby and Harry's friendship. Um, but I will say, Ben, his death scene, I cried. That got me. Yep. That got me quite a bit. None of that matters, Peter. You're my friend. I'm like, oh, they made up. <laughs> so I want to say it's a strong B for me, Ben, for Harry Osborne. What about you? Yeah, I I like B as well. Um, for similar reasons, like you said. Uh he's kinda just kinda there for a while and then <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then has this arc and gets the suit and everything and then loses his memory. I was like, oh, okay. Um but the 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 little the drama they have is is good. And the apartment yep. fight <laughs> uh is 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 fun yeah (laughs) want to cry (laughs) and then like you said even through all that the his his destiny still gets me uh Mm -hmm. with that sunset and everything that's it's that's done really well so there's a lot of i feel like there's a lot there's a lot of spider-man destiny that really hit yeah that's true um so yeah b b is good zach what about you harry osborne C to B. I think like Franco was a good Harry. Um, obviously the best one that we got. So <laughs> yeah, um, of the two we've gotten. Yeah, he's the best. Of one. the two. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what you forgot to put on here? I just realized. Hmm. Spider-Man video game people. Yeah, but it's not movies. But it's not movies. Okay, that's that's we can that that can be like a side episode we do. Or whatever, because also because Harry's in that, but in voice stuff. Anyways, it's weird. Like one of the biggest characters, we only have like two or like live, like actual interact, like whatever. Um, I think well, the, the MCU chose a different route. They didn't choose to go with Harry yet. I feel. I feel like yet. in this next trilogy, they're, they're probably going to introduce Harry. And it's gonna be Timothy Chalamet. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Don't put that in oh. existence. I don't need Harry saying for Arrakis. Uh, I don't need any of that shit. <laughs> but for real, I there's just certain aspects that like I think Franco does really well playing an asshole. Um uh, yes. because he is one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um <laughs> and the third one, especially when like it's such a cheesy scene, but when he's like looking at Peter through the shop, whatever, and he like looks like he eats the food and then he immediately disappears. Like, he he, he gives that wink, and then he, the, the, yeah, he does that wink, and then he like, I guess he falls to the ground and like disappears. <laughs> you, you guys noticed though? So there's a there's another patron in the restaurant, and he's looking down the table. So I oh yes, <laughs> yes, that's the thing about Ramy style. He all like his comic book stuff. He loves to make the the people interact, like be a part of it too, and be this like you feel the city. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, I. I'd say B. I don't have much to say about Harry. Like you said it all enough. Like the death scene's okay now to me. At first I didn't really care for it in two thousand seven. Yeah, two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. But now it's okay. I, I, I don't tear up like y'all, but I think it's fine. And Toby like crying is more sad than the actual scene itself. Um that very true. Very true. Toby Wire's a good cry. He's been crying throughout all these yeah. three of these damn movies. So <laughs> had practice. Um I do like the fight scene in three, though, between them. It, even though it looks kind of wonky now with the CGI. It's oh, still yeah. Kinda, yeah. It's still kind of cool to see. It's just Raimi style and everything. Um, the king, the king of camp. The king of camp. Mr. Raimi. 
Okay, so I think we can all agree on this next one. Uh, the, the OG Ant-May. That's an S tier. Can we just all agree on that? A tier. Okay, well, Ben, I say S, so she's going on the S tier. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard with, you know, comparing two Spider-Man. Uh, but, gosh, yeah, what she, what she, the gravitas of Rosemary Harris, I feel like S. That's not that, that. That's what I'm talking about. Ben. Okay. That's right. Yeah. The gravitas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I okay. Just like... I, I, I agree. I agree. Oh, 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 okay. All right. All right. Um, real quick for me with Rosemary Harris, Ben. I, I just feel like she's the. I feel like is she the best Aunt May? Yes. Is she my favorite? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, well. Yes, I know. But we'll get to my favorite in a little bit. Um. Yeah. What I do like though is she's the one with the most wisdom. Mm-hmm. Her talk with her talk with Peter are always so inspiring. And I don't know if you guys felt like this, but it feels like too like some of her speeches. She's talking to the audience, like giving us some uplifting, uh, you know, in, uplifting inspiration, Ben or whatever. Just trying to, you know, I think my favorite of the talks is when she's selling her house mm-hmm. and she's having that talk with you know Peter about you know there's a hero in all of us. It's 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 very it's just emotional, man. You know, and I, I think she just turned like 99 a couple weeks ago or 98. <laughs> so she, I, I love Rosemary Harris in this role. Um, yeah, just just, just the most, the, the wisest of the AMAs, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Any further commentary, Ben? Um, yeah, like you said, the wisest is good. Uh, she, she is, she's 96. 96, okay. September 19th. Yeah, so. But I'm just had a birthday. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, definitely the wisest. The the speeches she has are really good. Um her when she finds out Peter um what he was doing the night Uncle Ben was killed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That I mean that was always sad, but even uh, like you said, Zach, as a, as an adult, we see the movies differently and that like hits really hard. <laughs> um understanding that human you know human aspect of it now um best scene i think like just best acting out yeah. of the whole three trilogies or yeah three movies yeah yeah um and then even iconic stuff <laughs> when goblin breaks through the wall and you know finish it from evil uh, it's so good uh so yeah she's 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 fantastic uh with both the iconic stuff and the the human drama stuff so used very well does zach go grab another breakfast sandwich i don't know where he went <laughs> sorry my dog went inside the room no. um oh, okay so yeah s i i said a because i didn't really i wasn't thinking that much for a minute i was like wait no 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 okay yeah you're you're right you're right she's an s tier um yeah the speeches the emotional moments in three i forgot about for a second and then been mentioned i was like oh yeah that was a really impactful scene um really great acting just her stunned look but like she has that grandmother not so much of an aunt more of a grandmother feeling you know um i think the aunt like persona is like delved more into like marissa's tomei and stuff that like she feels more like an aunt her she feels more like a grandmother just that warmth of like she was disappointed but she accepted what like the outcome and stuff and forgave Peter and I think I, that's really good character work and everything um, great acting all around um, yeah just a solid Aunt May or Grandmother May 
All right, Ben Parker in the Raimi universe. Mm-hmm. He, ben, he's he's tough because <laughs> I, yeah, like he's not used a lot because of course he dies. But like, I feel the most connected to his Ben Parker. Right. <laughs> so I'm gonna say A tier for myself personally. Uh, his death scene because like he's still like has a little bit left to say before he's dying. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, that he's like crying, like Peter, Peter's like, Oh dude, that's, that's just tough to watch. Yeah. Uh, and then his, that talk in the, not limbo, but like dream sequence or whatever in Spider-Man mm-hmm. two really, really hits. So Was that two I'm, or three. It's two. Cause that's, that's when uh, Peter gives up being Spider-Man. Cause Ben Parker's oh, like yeah, asking yeah, for yeah, his yeah. hand. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no uncle Ben. I can't. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say A tier for myself for for Raimi's Ben Parker, Zach. I say A tier. Um, obviously, it's weird that he's like the focal point of you know Toby Spider Man, and he's barely in it that much. But it shows the impact of his character and like the scene that involves him. Um, like just a quick quiver when he dies of Peter, him being his oh. last words, and then you know Toby being an emotional crier. And having the puppy dog cry um it's very <laughs> sad uh and then two like you were saying with two and then the unfolding of three how it connects back to it which is the best part of three is when it yes. goes back to the ben parker stuff um i'm trying to think was ben parker yeah yeah uh martin sheen's dad i, I forgot uh or charlie sheen's dad martin sheen yeah there we go <laughs> i'm trying to get it right um but yeah i think a I think a um, that's a good spot. It just has impact throughout the whole trilogy. Really stands. Ben, I agree with everything you said. I don't really have anything to add. All right, the goat, Ben, J.K. Simmons, J. Jonah Jameson. Mm-hmm. I feel like we just say J.K. Simmons, not J. Jonah Jameson. Just I, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's weird sometimes. Yeah. Um, obviously, now he's in both. Ramey's and the MCU, so we're kind of mm-hmm. judging them, but based off based off that, um, and across <laughs> and Spider Verse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Lego, Lego universe. Yeah, thank you, Zach. Yeah, yeah. Um, S tier. I mean, there is no other actor I would ever want to see playing J. Jonah Jameson ever again. It is J.K. Simmons. That's it. Ben. Yep, I very much agree. Um, when we have those lists of actors born to play roles <laughs> uh mm-hmm. and, and it's just funny because he's it could be a nothing character uh in these movies but it just it's so funny uh how how he's made the the role iconic and i guess in you know memes and stuff and in, in the internet we've kept him alive uh the, the character or, or talked about him more but still i don't know it's it's a great character um right, and <laughs> um for I, I feel like some characters would be kind of not cheesy but uh, bringing in from other universes like when he appears in in the mcu um the camera too much yeah yeah like yeah tongue-in-cheek like, oh, remember him right right it, it would be hokey but with him I, I was like yes yes we did it so uh yeah it's just it's crazy how iconic his character is but it that's that's who he is so yeah yes i think my favorite moment of of jay george jameson ben i think it's inspiring is it inspiring three or inspiring two 
Well, first of all, if you if you ever watch the Spider-Man Two Director's Cut, there's actually a scene where he's dressed up in the Spider-Man outfit and he's like, "That's <laughs> so funny." Yeah. Well, I think my favorite scene is I think it's in Spider-Man Three. I forgot the name of his assistant, the tall guy with the well, tall white dude with the glasses. I forgot what his name was. Um, uh, Sam Raimi's brother. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Ted. Ra- no, Ted. no, no, not Ted Raimi. Uh, I know the the other white guy. Okay, never mind. There was two. <laughs> okay, but he he comes in or Jay John or yeah. JK is like, does anyone care what I care what I want? And then he comes like, I do. Shut up. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Spider-Man 3. But it's just like JK just has this great comp comedic relief and great comedic timing uh with, with this character. So mm-hmm. Zach. Yeah, Esther. Just iconic all around. Probably the most icon besides Spider-Man himself, the most <laughs> iconic Spider-Man character. Like, it's crazy. Oh, um I think. My favorite scene is in three is when he's trying to stay calm. Just a yeah. great gag. Yep. And he's so committed to it. And then like the, the buzzer. And then Elizabeth Banks is just so funny in that where she keeps buzzing. And then the pills start to shake. And like, <laughs> uh, there's so many great comedian moments. Um, then he buys the, um, the little, the camera. He's like, he needs a camera. So he buys a little girl's camera in three. And then it's like films extra. And he's just like, pulls out like just whatever. It's just such great moments. Um, yeah. S tier iconic all around. So iconic. I had to bring him back. I love how the citizens of New York and both and like all three trilogies. I feel like, well, not the first, not the last, not the MC trilogy, but the, these first two trilogies, the people in New York are so goddamn stupid. They see an attack or a big <laughs> fight going on. Let's just stand here and take pictures and go, yeah. Ooh, ah. Uh, I mean, to be honest, though, that's kind of how it is. Real people will probably do that too. You're, you're right, Zach. You're, you're probably right. Um, the the real quick the bloopers too of are, are great from the movies with him. I'm not gonna ever watch the bloopers. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna go watch them. Okay. All right, let's into the the Raimi villains now, and some of them reappear in the MCU, except for Topher. <laughs> um, <laughs> Then we we kind of already talked about him, so we're gonna let Zach go first. Uh, Norman Osborn, uh, Green Goblin, Willem Dafoe. Now, are we counting both for the first movie and No Way Home? As yeah, is? yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. and then I'll put S tier for that because obviously iconic in the 2002 movie, very very iconic. So many great lines and the costumes are great and stuff. Well, apparently, I found out that a lot of people didn't like the costume when it came out, like a lot of like hardcore fans. Oh and yeah, me, sorry, I grew up... was that during uh, COVID lockdown? Was that when they all started coming out and bitching about it? No, I'm saying the 2002 costume, like the yeah, original. Did, did they start complaining? Oh, oh, okay, okay, I see what you said. During COVID, when now yeah, no yeah, they're... okay, all right, yeah, yeah, and I grew up with it. It's a great Green Goblin costume. I mean, yeah, it looks a little like Power Rangers, but whatever. Um, it's still cool. Um, but I just think like that 2002 movie. He's just so iconic, and then the fight scene. Probably one of the best fight scenes in all of comic book history is that last battle. It's just so brutal, the slow-mo, but it's not slow-mo, you know? It's just very, just like, ah, oh, Raimi was just so good at creating that, and very Evil Dead-like, and just typical things. Um, the music, I think too. The music, too. Yes, the cl- <laughs> how just dead silent, too, yeah. and you hear all the grunts, the spit, the blood, everything. Um, but I think he improved a lot more in No Way Home. He was a damn menace in No Way Home. He was yes. Go on, uh, Zach. Go on. Go on. Yes, go on. I, I love No Way Home. It's a five out of five for me. Still, I still oh, love oh, it. Great, great, great. Go on. Go on. Go on. Take um, notes, Ben. Take notes. Take notes. 
<laughs> I still have there's a few problems in it, but like the positives just play out so well to give it the five out of five. Uh, okay, they're uh, still flaws. Uh, let's get back on track here. Come on, Zach. But just the brutality, how you know when Tom just punches him in the face and he just keeps laughing and just like doesn't affect him, just like body slams him through apartment floors and then just an absolute menace throughout the entire movie. Um, yeah, he's a definitely an S tier. Willem Dafoe who entered like you know introduced me to the actor i think a lot of people too of his work and then just how iconic he is now and just just a distinct voice just this is like his role as like a villain and i can't see anybody else playing green goblin honestly so i'm gonna be real quick because ben and i did to the mcu villains episode so we kind of already talked a, a lot about uh green goblin um s tier for me too zach and i you know i don't really have any issues with the 2002 version i feel like you know, it it fit what Raimi, his performance fit what Raimi was trying to do with the character. But I just love how much more brutal he is in No Way Home. And the apartment that apartment fight scene in No Way Home is still one of my favorite fights in the MCU. It is it's brutal, it's it's emotional. It really shows like yeah, Goblin is not to be fucked with, and he is Spider Man's like main villain. Um, so yeah, Defoe, S tier, man. Yep. I agree with everything y'all are saying. Uh, S tier. He's yeah always been scary and menacing, um, in and outside of the suit. But then, uh, yeah, even more in in No Way Home. Um, you know, Ben, he is something of a scientist. <laughs> yep, that's the picture you have too. I can hear yep. that picture. It's funny. Um, I yeah, I do like I do like the um. Like when you know the spidey systems happen in No Way Home, or something's like awry in the apartment, oh, yeah. and he, like all the like, of course, like his spidey senses come through, like with all the villains there, and then just the switch Willem Dafoe does with like Sli- the from from Goblin, and ah, uh, it's just so that's so, a that smile, yeah, that sense yeah. of yours. Oh, like, oh Jesus, God, I'm getting chilled. We hear that the Dolby Theater. Ooh. Oh, uh, let's talk about yeah. No Way Home, Ben. Yeah, let's not let's see no way. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh his whole talk with uh with Harry too, uh yelling, Avenge me. I love mm-hmm. that scene. Uh which yeah, leads into the third movie course, but yeah, many, many iconic scenes. Uh then we'll talk about Doc Ock already, so I'm gonna say again S tier for, for Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. Um one of the best Spider-Man villains, and he's more not evil. But like corrupt, corrupted by his own, his own doing. More human. Yeah, he is more human of Ben Norman, because uh, you see him. He's a he's a good person with a good heart. You know, you know his. You see him talking to Peter in the beginning of Spider Man Two and his relationship with his wife. By the way, his wife got one of the worst deaths in any of Spider Man. Oh movies. yeah, just just brutal. Yeah, very final destination. Yeah. Very fun. That, that that's a that's a good comparison there, Zach. I like that. Very fun destination, like. Um, and then I like you know the kind of the the, the awakening of the arms in the hospital. <clears throat> very very horror. Uh, one of the best horror scenes like in a comic book movie ever. Yep. It but scared then, me as a child. Oh, it, it <laughs> still scares me now. Shit. Uh, I think then my favorite fights in any of the Remy movies happens in this one though the train the subway fight yeah it, it starts from the clock tower then it yeah delves onto the the train one of the, the best fights shot oh, with the sunglasses yep so just I'm from Lynn did not miss a beat in No Way Home either so good 
Um, so yeah, S tier. Ben. Yep, S tier. Everything about this character is is great, and Alfred Molina brought it to the big screen in a iconic way. Um, even making "Hello, Peter" such a <laughs> memorable line, mm-hmm. <laughs> just two words, uh, is 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 a lot down to Molina's uh, performance. Yeah, and he, I guess, thinking about it too, back in the day, it could that it could have been a hokey, <laughs> cheesy thing with this character. Um, we haven't seen. Well, yeah, we've gotten several iterations after uh, that that are good, but I'll, I'll always think of Melina in that jacket and the glasses. Uh, really, the jacket and the glasses. Iconic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's tier. And then there were reunions seeing him and Peter in No Way mm-hmm. Home, too. Like, he just felt like, he actually felt happy for him. He's reunited with someone he actually, you know, kind of took under his wing for a little bit. Yeah. It's like, how are you? Trying to do better. I, yeah. And that scene always gets me emotional. Man. I, I, yeah. I still love that scene. Zach? Yeah, you all said it perfectly. I used to have like a pretty tall Molina toy. It was kind of like rubbery kind of feeling. I think I could still find it like on eBay and stuff, but it, it was like one of my favorite like figures because it wasn't like an action figure. It was like just a big, like, like this tall Molina oh, toy, cool. like seven inches. Um, and the arms are very rubbery and you can like twist them and stuff. So very nostalgic character. Yeah. Um, I think he's so nostalgic and everybody just loves his performance of Doc Doc that when the trailer happened for No Way Home, he was like mm-hmm. the first villain we saw. Like the only villain, I think, if I remember yes. correctly. And that just shows how iconic he is as this role. Um as far as No Way Home, I do like the res- like like it's a completed arc. I was surprised that there was a lot of completed arcs in No Way Home for being such a movie like from the past like bring old characters to the past and completing their arcs especially andrews and doc ox and stuff and you were talking about that moment and then the score the uh elfman score the classic uh spider-man score in the background during that scene so <laughs> makes it more emotional um Yo, i'm getting, I'm getting goosebumps right now just thinking about that scene <laughs> i, like, I want to watch no way home i really <laughs> yeah, do now. I, I haven't been in the comic book mood i really have not been in a comic book mood for a good while and of course with spooky season and stuff but now I feel like watching No Way Home. The That's what we do cooler, here. That's what we do here. Christmas. <laughs> we do here. Is No Way Home an official like winter movie? I think so. So with the weather being cold, I might watch it. But yes, Doc Ock, uh, S tier. All right, let's pick up the pace here a little bit, gentlemen. Let's talk about Sandman, yeah. uh, Thomas Hayden Church. <laughs> ben, a, a villain I actually think deserves a little bit more credit than I than he probably gets, and I think. It ha- with Thomas Hayden Church's performance more mm-hmm. than how the villain is used. Uh, so I'm actually going to put him on the A tier strictly for performance. Uh, I don't really like how he was used in No Way Home. I think him and Lizard kind of got the short end of the stick in No Way Home. The CGI stick? <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, but I, I just, I think the moment, Ben, that really elevates him to the A tier is that scene with Peter at the end of, of the final battle in Spider-Man 3 when he's telling Peter what actually happened to Uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, you know, his his love for his daughter, like he's doing everything for his daughter because she's sick. It's It really it brought everything full circle at the very end. And then seeing him in Spider-Man 3 or No Way Home was, you know, it was fine. I just wish we could have got more of like actual Thomas Hayden Church and not just the sand guy. Yeah. Um, but all that said, I still going to put him on the A tier. What about you, Ben? I very much agree. Uh, yeah, it's his performance. The and it's not even uh, the, the characters. His story and stuff is good. It's just 
I feel like it's kind of hard to use him. You don't know exactly how to use him. Um, well, the film was overcrowded, right? And that's, yeah, that's the yeah. biggest problem with Spider-Man 3. The film was overcrowded. So let me go away from him. It's like, because there's, there's a stretch of time where we don't see him at all. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the scenes he is in are, are really good uh, in Spider-Man 3. And I guess that was what um, Raimi was trying to focus on for the most part. And the studio kind of forced Venom on him. Yeah. Um, and oh his uh transformation scene is is incredible oh so good. I, I love that so much yeah um getting getting stuck in that thing uh whatever it's called <laughs> and uh and then him trying to lift up his arm and it falls down and everything it's it's done really well so yeah hey tier zach yeah um at first i was gonna say b tier but then y'all brought it up like Again, just how this podcast does, just like hype us up. We need Jacob and make it better. Oh man, <laughs> make it everything be S tier. Yep, and everything, everything would be S or A tier. Yep, <laughs> yep. Um, but for, I I love the the first half of Sandman and Spider Man Three is great. When he gets to the fight scene with like Emo Parker, that's where it kind of like tanks for me. Like mm. it just didn't feel like the fight scene just felt very quick and just felt very like trying to show how powerful he can be with the Venom suit. Um, that's where it kind of just tanks for me for his character. And then you bring it to a great um, like resolution towards the end with the Ben Parker stuff and that you were saying, Rod. But that first half of the, with, her, with his daughter is a great motivation. You, you understand his reasoning. Yep. And that's what makes great villains when you can understand what they're trying to do. Um, as far as No Way Home, uh, he was very backwards. He got very like he reminded me of Bane in Batman and Robin. He just like, oh, oh, <laughs> kind of just like very like big and hokey. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, you're not my Peter. And just kind of <laughs> like, I don't know. It just got like really just, it, they need like a sick, like all the villains that he was just kind of like, yeah, bring Sam in. And we don't, we can't hire another actor. So let's just do somebody for CGI. And so they bring him. Uh, yeah, I just kind of, just a eight here for just purely purely on story and like the impact of spider-man 3 if it was just saying me spider-man 3 it'd be a really 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 better movie. oh yeah mm-hmm. yep absolutely all right toe for grace speaking of <laughs> yeah. um yikes I, I'm, I'm gonna go d tier on this one guys uh I, I actually don't put all this on tofer i think sometimes the way he's it's more the, the writing around his character is very weak but I think Topher does a good enough job with the script he's given to kind of he embodies the 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 douchebagginess of <laughs> Eddie Brock very pretty well. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll say D tier. I just the way Venom looks and everything, it's just it's very it, it's not very good, not very good. So a D tier for me, Ben. I was thinking C personally, but I don't really know how to argue <laughs> for C. <laughs> so. <laughs> Just yeah, the forced into the movie and not that great. And I mean, like you're saying, Topher, Topher is okay. He he does fine in the role, but there's nothing like for him to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, be a dick. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, D's all right with me. Zach, I will say C just for his church scene alone. 
in the mm. transformation scene that was really badass and how he just hated Peter so much. <laughs> he was pleading with God for yeah. something to happen. <laughs> Such It's so cheesy, but it works so well. And that's when Topher was like really great as the character. Um, but just for the context of what the character is, it's just purely on Sony being Sony. <laughs> it's a D tier. Right, we'll put him on the D tier. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard's Gwen Stacy, uh, D tier. I, I I don't know what the hell. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. Zach, take looks out of it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Different parameters. Go. <laughs> uh, I'll shut. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, just just there to be a pretty grace, and to cause some trouble for Peter and MJ's relationship. Right. I, Which was already. Head fractures already. already established that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of other stuff going on. Um, yeah. And, and just damsel in distress again, uh, or another character. Hold on. Okay. But what I will say, when her rescue scene is fucking awesome. Yes. 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 I love that the rescue crane. scene. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of cranes in Spider Man. Yeah. There is a lot of cranes in Spider Man. <laughs> the true heroes. Oh. <laughs> uh, I agree with you. I'll say D tier. There's not any character. It's just it's just a plot. She's just there for plot, like just a device to like further their relationship. Uh, now I want to give this Captain Stacy an F. He is the worst of the Captain Stacy's. <laughs> the real killer is still out there. Hold on, y'all have known for how long? And you're just telling telling us this? What's Gwen doing up there? I, I, it's like what? Okay, so you don't know where your daughter is. You can't keep track. You can't keep track of killers. Um, what are you good for? Except for being old. So I'm gonna put you on the F tier. Maybe it's time to retire. <laughs> I, I, I look like he was not gonna retire anytime soon. So I, I'm putting him. And what was he doing at Harry's funeral, by the way? How did he know Harry Osborne? What the hell was he doing there? <laughs> you uh, bring yeah, up some me. good points there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> F tier for me, Ben. Gosh. All right. Well, now you're convincing me to bring down <laughs> characters. Yeah. I, if, I guess, I guess, yeah. I like James Cromwell a lot, but <laughs> you do bring up good points or bad points, I guess, about his character. So, yeah. F is okay. Zach? F. Yeah. It just, like, I, I forgot he was in the movie. I thought he was just in one scene, and then Rob kept bringing up scenes. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, I guess he was. <laughs> The worst is like, you know, Peter, you know, Peter's getting upset. And then he's like, well, calm down, son. Hold on. Don't tell someone to calm down when <laughs> their uncle was brutally, br- brutally murdered. And you're just now telling him and his aunt that, uh, yeah, they got the wrong guy. Yeah. And it's been like six years. <laughs> so yeah. sorry. I can't really help you out here. Okay. Bruce Campbell's cameos uh, for some reason. Uh, so one. <laughs> That, oh, that all S tier, all three S tiers. I'm fine with that. All, all three of them deserve the S tier for me. I'm, sure. I'm fine with that. Actually, the it's first just, one's an A tier. Yeah, I'm about to say he did. He well, he created the name, but the other two are just so damn funny. Yes. Oh, your shoe. Oh, oh, your tie. Uh, you might want to. <laughs> <laughs> and then the um, what was he? The He's waiter. Done- yeah, he's like the meter D or whatever. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. At the it, restaurant. 
I didn't know, you know, obviously didn't know who Bruce Campbell was when I watched these movies originally. But right. going back now, I didn't either. I, I was like, so... who was this random person popping up? Yeah, in yeah. <laughs> like why is he all? Wait, that's that guy. Okay, sure. But like now, I I just get hype whenever Bruce Campbell pops up. Where's Pizza Papa? Where's Pizza Papa? <laughs> anyway, so mm-hmm. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna move on from from Bruce Campbell. He that also, is... oh, oh sorry. Boy. I was gonna say real quick <laughs> to, to destroy your segue. Um, that uh, in the in the Spider-Man three video game, he might have done more, but he was like the like a narrator yeah. and like helping oh, yeah, through he training and stuff. Yeah, yep. which was cool. <laughs> That's all I have. All right, the S tiers are already getting quite full, Ben. Yeah, oh, wow, we're off to a good start. So now let's transition over to Mark Webb's Amazing Spider-Man Universe. Um, no pun intended. Well, get it, web. Uh, okay, web. I was yeah, like, web. okay, get it. <laughs> Swinging yep, yep. web swing. Yep. 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 Okay. That's, All right. Never heard that before. Yeah. But I'm. Anyway. <laughs> uh, what was I getting ready to say? <laughs> Mark Webb's Spider-Man movies. Now, look, Ben. I have, I, and I will go on record. There is something to love about every Spider-Man movie, mm-hmm. and there are great things i think there are things in these amazing in these amazing spider-man movies that are better than the mcu and and toby's universes um one i think the best spider-man outfit or costumes come in this movie hmm. and i think too uh this is without a doubt the best romantic relationship we will ever get in any spider-man movie now it, does it help that they use a date <laughs> okay yeah maybe well it's just so sp- oh, go ahead as all the spider Men and <laughs> love interests have dated, pretty sure. That's but anyway. Holy shit, yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, except for Shamik Moore and Haley Steinfeld, they haven't dated. Well, yeah, yeah. He tried. He tried in those interviews, but it did not. He definitely tried. <laughs> he definitely tried. <laughs> I had more Riz. Oh, I hate saying that. <laughs> when I met Haley Steinfeld back in July. Is your wife in the room? Let me, let me see if your wife was in the room when she said when you said she's that. at work right now. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Zach, I was my rating was going to be one way, but then you think about his redemption in No Way Home. No one, there is not one character who needed No Way Home more than Andrew Garfield did. Yep. Andrew Garfield needed No Way Home more than any other character, but he wasn't in the movie. You gotta stop asking him. He's not in the movie. That's right. That's right. That was his brother Bartholomew Garfield. The <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man. Or no, Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, so Zach, I know he's your personal favorite. So why don't you get this uh, Amazing Spider-Man conversation kicked off with Andrew Garfield? Um, and why he likes Coldplay so much? <laughs> look, maybe it's because he liked the music he liked. I was into at the time, but. The thing about Garfield Spider-Man is it's very nostalgic to me because it was like during high school and then the 2014 movie or Spider-Man 2, which I really loved at the time, came out when I was like graduating and that was like a graduation movie. So I don't know, maybe there's something correlated with it. But then you start thinking of the um, the first movie where he's like being an awkward teenager and he's just like, he's too good looking to be an awkward teenager, but he just skates in the hallways. There's a lot of dumb things that he does. That just felt really cheesy and very try and be like an indie movie, which is fine. I I don't mind taking Spider-Man and making it into like an indie type of movie like Mark Webb is trying to do, which he's known for 500 Days of Summer. Uh, but the Spider-Man stuff, 
just clicks so well. He's a great, great, great Spider-Man. Um, the snarkiness, the comments, the like one-liners is all really well done. Um, he just doesn't really have a Spider-Man moment like Pete, like uh, Toby and Tom. Like Tom, he has the like you gotta get up, Spider-Man. You gotta get up when he's like lifting the stuff. You know, Toby, you got like trying to. In the first movie, there, there's like one in almost every movie like that for Toby. Like the first movie, he has to decide over MJ or the children and just fighting Green Goblin and stuff. And the same with the second movie, the city saving him from the train and stuff. Andrew really doesn't get that. He just like, he has moments, but it's just more just a placeholder Spider-Man. I feel like that moment was in No Way Home where he kind of just redeems himself as a character of like providing like the, the comedic, like, one-liners and like all that stuff but when he's talking about Gwen Stacy that's the scene that really gets me the most out of everything in No Way Home when he's talking about Gwen and uh to to Tom's Peter and like because Tom does not want to hear it but and but Andrew's like no you gotta hear this you gotta hear because we're all the same it's really well done really great writing um so I think he does deserve an S tier I'm gonna be honest all the Spider-Men are S tier to me they're like there. There's not one bad thing I can really well, well, well. say. I love Tom. I love Tom. You know I love Tom. You, you just He's like giving me shit for you just, you just like giving me shit. Okay, all right, fine. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like giving you shit. Um, I just think there's just there's just too much plot in Spider-Man Two sometimes, where like the Ben Parker stuff and like his parents stuff that kind of derails it. Um, there's just a lot to talk about because we don't really talk about Andrews. Spider-Man a lot, I feel like, so it's just, just me talking more about him. Um, but yeah, I just think he he's just that cool Spider-Man, it's just really well done. Um, and then he he's very more inspirational, too, I think, too, on the aspect of, like, being part of the city, like, with the kids and stuff, like, when he saves, the, like, the kid with the windmill, stopping the bullies and stuff, he, like, helps him with the windmill. I think he, he, he accelerates with that, Um but as a Spider-Man, he's, I think, the best Spider-Man out of the three. So I will say this about Andrew. Of all the actors to play Spider-Man, he is the best pure actor to ever play Peter Parker so far. Um, yep. I mean, just look at his filmography. And look, I love Toby, and we all know how much I love Tommy H. Uh, but Andrew has just had one hell of a career. And you know, when I first saw Amazing Spider-Man, I was like, I don't know if I like this skateboarding kind of like, you know, not really like punk Peter, but like, you know, just like doesn't really give a shit about, about a lot of things, just skateboarding and, you know, acting all cool and stuff in the hallways. And I wasn't really getting like that poor, you know, nerdy kind of Peter Parker, but I appreciate Mark Webb for doing something a little bit different than what we got with Raimi and Tom, uh, Tom, Tom Garfield, Toby McGuire um, in, in their movies. Andrew just acts circles around everybody, though, except for one person. Um, but you know what I'll say too is, and I think Ben, we talked about this, and Zach and I talked about this too. Like, I think you take all the comic book stuff out of these movies, you just you, there's a great rom com here, and Garfield kind of plays that really well. Um, you know, his back and forth with all the characters are really good, especially you know when it gets to Gwen Stacy. So I'm going to say S tier as well for Garfield. Um, I think No Way Home, because I was going to say A originally, but No Way Home really elevates Garfield. That scene where he's talking about Gwen 
breaks your heart and it makes <laughs> you want to see that movie too right so i uh, yeah i asked here for garfield it makes me want a third movie again yes. yeah um yeah, it's here for me uh he's not my go-to spider-man um i didn't like you're saying the skateboarding and stuff i don't connect as much with uh but still the the acting and um but I agree that his Spider-Man is is awesome. The snarky <laughs> comments and uh, messing with the <laughs> um, carjacker and everything, and it was good early scene for him. But yeah, overall, uh, I agree with what you're saying. And the arc in No Way Home was was fantastic too. I will say also one thing like Toby wasn't like the best set of showing was Peter Smarts. Like he was obviously small smart mm, and stuff, mm-hmm. but Andrew really showed it here. Like the scene with the lizard where he's in the sewer and he does like the plucking of like he like spreads it all throughout the sewer and like the sound. Yeah. I think that was really smart. And then obviously like him like building his own stuff, building his own webs and stuff. It showed more than honestly Tom is a better aspect of that, like in no way home with the geometry scene math scene and stuff or was it algebra i don't remember i failed it um but this one really started more if seeing the live action of the smarts of spider that's a really good point yeah i didn't think about that yes, can't, can't wait to hear you talk about tom Holland. i can't this is it's just it's, i'm getting excited getting excited iron boy yeah damn right he's iron boy anyway <laughs> can we can we go ahead and put gwen states can we ask her too but i mean she is mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect perfection. Enough said. Yes, <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know where you start with Wednesdays. Do you start with the worst part, which is their death scene? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. Ben, why don't you just kicked off here with with Wednesdays? Oh, I great! Know, I, I, I don't know where you start. <laughs> I really don't. I don't know where to go. Um, I don't know where to go. She, yeah. <laughs> Uh, like you're saying, praising Mark Webb for doing something different. Um, went the the Gwen Stacy route, and yeah, Emma Stone is is perfect for the role. Um, like you're saying too, Andrew Garfield. Uh, his filmography is the best of the Spider Man, um, and Emma Stone has a incredible filmography as well. So they're every every scene is elevated with the two of them um even if the dialogue isn't the best um but i, I think it's good for the most part um yeah but even i, I go back to to the scene when he they're, they're planning the date in in the first one and he's like oh what do you what time oh with the place or whatever the rare moments of like you know kind of awkward nerdy peter yeah for a little bit right yeah yeah Exactly. It's it's that's all done so well. Um, I think Wednesday he plays it off well yet. Like, yeah, either one. It's like yep. this like the, their chemistry is just so fucking good. Yeah. So so good. Uh, uh yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Just, just oh, very, I, very good. What I like most about her, like what with her with her and Zendaya, they kinda know when to put Peter and like not put him in like in their place, but they they know how to outsmart Peter every now and then. <laughs> right? Especially Gwen Stacy. Um, or Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy. There's just this great moments in both movies where she's like, you know, I know you're Spider-Man and everything, but hey, I, I I've got ideas too. I've got plans. We're gonna go this route, and it's just like my one of my favorite moments is just when, like them in Amazing Spider-Man too. Just them walking in the park, 
just like catching up and stuff. It's just, it, it just feels so real. And then, and then I would just, you know, I, I blame Sony so much in their marketing for teasing the death of Gwen Stacy throughout their entire marketing campaign. And it was like a sliver of hope when you watch the movie, like he's going to say, Oh, nope. Okay. Yep. Her head definitely hit, you know, hit that concrete. Um, there's only two death scenes that I think that are more sad or I think are more depressing than hers. I think Tony's death, maybe Logan's, I don't know. In all uh, comic books. Yeah. All comic movies. book movies. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Logan's, but I don't know. Just because of the way Andrew Garfield's reacting to her yeah. death scene, it, it breaks yeah. your heart. So, I mean, yeah, she's, she, Emma Stone is Gwen Stacy, man. She, she just she killed it. She really did. No pun intended there. Um, Damn. Zach. <laughs> um, I think what shows how much impact it has on Andrew, one, they were dating at the time, and then, like, just as for Peter is when he's by her tombstone. Um, yeah. And, like, the seasons pass and stuff, and he's still grieving and stuff, but he hasn't been Spider-Man, so he comes out of retirement to be Spider-Man towards the end, which, you know, the famous where it was a trailer shot and then it was the closing shot, that that whole debacle, which still pisses me off. Um, but I, I like the scene where she's, like, they're arguing and... Like when Electro is like doing his thing, whatever he was doing, they're arguing, trying to like. It's just like, no, I let's do my plan. I'm trying to help, and he's like, no, you gotta go. You can't be here. And like, I just think that argument, like argumentative dilemma, was really well done, which kind of was missing with Toby and MJ or Toby and Kristen. Like there wasn't that much argument besides like their relationship, more of like arguing with Spider-Man, and because Peter is both, you know, Peter and Spider-Man, but they, you know are the same person and everything um like to gwen and everything and all that um i don't like there's one thing i don't like with her though is towards the it's the very end of spider-man one they made spider-man one where they're whispering at the class it's like well some rules will to be broken i hated that so much like oh, that yeah. was like oh yeah it's like don't it's like uh don't make promises you can't keep and then like yeah, those, yeah. those are the best kind yeah oh my god that was so cheesy it's very not. cheesy it's very because they had just had an emotional moment like five minutes ago at peter's doorstep <laughs> where he can't see her it's like beautifully shot the rain's hitting she has an umbrella and like it's very 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 well done and then it's just like oh sorry we're going back we're gonna break the rules we're still in a relationship um but I do think in Main Spider-Man 2, it works a lot more with their relationship and Emma Stone knocks it out of the park and I will never not cry at that death scene. I don't care how cheesy it looks. I don't care how cheesy the little hand of the spider web looks. I don't think it's, it's cheesy all. at all. I think it's, I think it's one of Mark Webb's most beautifully directed you, scenes. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. need... Well, back in the day, before everybody jumped onto the hype train of Main Spider-Man 2, back in the day in 2014, which is going to be about 10 years ago... Um, <laughs> Yeah. Everybody hated it. Everybody's like, this was stupid. Oh, this is so stupid. Oh, it's so cheesy. But now it's like, it's it's cinematic. It's very cinematic. And I like that stuff. But yeah, definitely yes, Jerry. This became the Gwen Stacy episode. I feel like we were talking about it for a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the, the, the praise is well deserved, though, man. Yep. The praise yep. is well deserved. I will say this, though. If we get to Secret Wars and they do some kind of reunion with her in like a different universe where she's like Spider Gwen or whatever, I am going to lose all my shit. Gosh, yeah. That would be one of the most emotional reunions. Yeah. She got she the haircut. I feel like Emma Stone, 
I flicked because I think Amazing Spider-Man 3, they were planning on bringing her back. They were going to introduce Mary Jane. But I think they're going to also bring her back, uh, Gwen mm-hmm. Stacy back. Yeah, we're Shane Lee Woodley. We're Shane Lee Woodley in this oh, yeah. for behind the scenes photos. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen a Shane Lee Woodley MJ. That would have been so fucking cool. God damn. Fucking Sony. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about May Parker. Because she was all supposed to get in a movie, too. It was going to be a not May movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Field. The weakest of the Aunt Mays in terms of live action, in my opinion. But I like her Aunt May because of all the three Aunt Mays, she doesn't really deal with Peter's shit. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't really put up with it. She's like, no, Peter, you're going to go to the grocery store and do this. No, Peter, you're going to go clean this. No, Peter, you're going to get up and do this. So, and since I feel it's just a, she's just a delight, Ben. I mean, mm-hmm. going all the way back to Forrest Gump, right? Yeah. I mean, I know she was in movies before that, but when I think of something, I feel I always think about Forrest Gump first. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm between the A and the B. So I'll let you guys kind of decide, you know, take where you want to place her. I'm going with either or. So I, I think what makes, her specialty was like her conversations with Peter with Andrew Garfield. They're also very wholesome, especially in Amazing Spider-Man too. They have a very wholesome moment. Um, so yeah, I'm yeah. I'll let you guys decide, Zach. I must say B. She was kind of just more frantic as Aunt May, like rightfully so. Like she she was very concerned. She's raising Peter by herself and barely keep a job as a nurse and everything and working all those hard hours. But like not saying like she was clueless. It's just like she couldn't connect the dots as well as I feel like uh Rosemary could. That that was the original Aunt May's name. Like the actress, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um like how she could kind of there was because that's the thing about Aunt May. There's always that hint. There's always that hint, like she kind of already knows. Like you see that with the video game, uh, when that spoiler, the first video game of uh, what was it, 2018? Uh, she dies in it, and she um, she says she always knew, and that's what always been appealing about Aunt May is that like wink of like she kind of knows, but it never felt like that was Sally Field. It always she was just too busy with her own world and trying to provide for Peter that it just never was like that type of dilemma that was there. Um, far as acting, there was really great acting from her. I think she's probably the best, the second best, like acting wise of, as Aunt May. I'm sorry, Marissa Tomei, but um, other than that, I just she wasn't my favorite, but I still enjoyed the scene she was in. So I would say B tier. Yeah, B for me. Almost a C kind of, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, B B's good. Just because, um, and maybe I haven't rewatched the movies that much uh, plays into it but I, I don't know there's not like a, a standout scene i guess uh there's not with her it, it feels um, it's, i love sally field and she does great in the role i guess but um yeah it feels like it none of it lives up to uh what rosemary did and it's kind of repeat sometimes like follow, yeah right. yeah yeah for sure uh ben parker uh this is the weakest uncle ben I mean, yes. MCU, we don't even get Uncle Ben. Technically, right. technically, Tony is pretty much Peter's Uncle Ben. And if you really want to, you know, get technical with whatever, but... Um, well, actually, it was... If you hear this one scene in Civil War, they mentioned Ben. Okay. Well, actually, shut up. Anyway, well, I'm just kidding. Uh, the suitcase. It, there is a suitcase. It has his initials. Yeah. So we can two-rank the suitcase if we want to. Um <laughs> This is the weakest Uncle Ben. And this Uncle Ben, compared to Uncle Ben and uh, Rami's trilogy, 
it's more of an asshole than anything else. I, I never really felt like he loved Peter, to be honest with you. It just he just felt like <laughs> Peter was more of an obligation than like <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm just wow. saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He's like, damn it, Peter, look at you. I was breaking shit and breaking doors and staying out late and get to pick up your Aunt May from the uh, subway station and god yeah. just get touched. Eat your meatloaf. Yeah, hate your fucking meatloaf. Your mother put a great meal for you. Shit. So yeah, I, I don't know. This I just I've never really got down with, with this Uncle Ben. Not my cup of tea. So I'm I'll let you guys decide to to tear rake him. I, I, I say I say a C because a lot of Martin Sheen's scenes was it felt forced, especially the with great yeah, power yeah, he's an responsibility. Yeah. He's an it just felt like very like there's two characters for Uncle Ben. You know, you got the asshole that you were saying, and then you got the trying to be Uncle Ben that we know from like the past movies and comics and everything. Too so it just it, it felt very rushed too. It felt like the first mm-hmm. I don't know, it just felt more rushed compared to like Raimi's uh introduction to the two thousand two one. And I don't remember a lot of the scenes. So I'd say C tier. Yeah, I'm good with C as well. I'm still laughing about calling Peter an obligation. He was. That's how we treated Peter as an obligation. Yeah, I guess. Like your, yeah. your damn father went away on his plane and left me with you. Yeah. Yeah, shit. You, we were gonna go to the uh we were gonna go to Cancun and live out the rest of our lives when you came along and ruined that shit for us, stuck in this damn house. You finish high school already. Get the fuck out of my house. Yeah, shit. That's how. That's how. Now the next, the next person we're talking about. I feel like he was more Uncle Ben to than like, <laughs> like that character than Uncle Bingo. Because uh, this man turned out to be right. Uh, leave Gwen out of it, <laughs> and uh, he didn't. And look what happened. This is Captain Stacy, by the way. Yes, for the listeners. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes, they can't see. But, yeah, we're talking about. <laughs> Dennis Leary's Captain Stacy. More of an Uncle Ben. You know what, Zach? I like that. More of an Uncle Ben than Charlie Sheen, Martin Sheen, Uncle Ben, whatever you want to call <laughs> Martin. Um, Zach, take this one away. Why don't you go first? Um, like, like you were saying, like, leave going out of it. I like the scenes in the second movie where he kind of like haunts Peter. Because it's more of just like the guilt conscience of it, like everything. It, it connects really well. It's weird how that feels like we were saying, like more like Uncle Ben. But I feel like it's weird that that story is more connective than Uncle Ben's story to Peter. It, it's just weird how they kind of just brush off the Uncle Ben stuff after he died in the first movie, and then like, uh, what's the actor's name? Dennis uh, Leary. Dennis Leary. Yeah, Dennis Leary just had like more of an impact on his life than Martin Sheen did as Uncle Ben. So. Um, I like the scenes towards the end where he doesn't want to work with Spider-Man, but he kind of has to defeat Lizard. I like that stuff. Um, and then like the haunting stuff of the second movie. I just he was just a really great Captain St- Stacy. He just like really he acted a lot better, I'll say, than the last one, <laughs> than the F tier one. <laughs> well, he's used better, right? Yeah. yeah, in this movie than in the Raimi trilogy. Um, even though it's only for one or a movie and. A couple scenes in the second movie um it just felt like he just felt like an actual police captain but like he actually yeah. was you know he cared for the city um and you know that his death scene was very that was that was sad mm-hmm. that was a, that, that's a yeah. death scene and then like you know andrew garfield scream when you know he dies it's like shit now i gotta 
leave not do I leave Gwen alone? Do I not? You know, I'm kind of responsible for his death. So uh, for me, I'm gonna say B tier. I would say Cap. B. I would B B is a good place. I think also, um, like the whole point of like you know Captain Stacy trying to like doesn't like Spider Man is like the vigilante aspect of stuff mm-hmm. is because he wants his team to like he wants to look good. He wants his team to be the ones to like stop crime in New York and stuff. Right. And they don't need help and that's the whole dilemma of everything. So I think it was just played out a lot better here in the first movie, which is the best part of the movie. Very Anything much, there? very much agree. <laughs> I don't have anything to add. All right. Well, let's talk about uh, one of the weaker villains, in my opinion, Ben, a uh, lizard. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you pronounce the actor's name? Reese Ifans? I think so. Yeah. I think that's right. I like his Dr. Connors. It's just, this lizard was just a little... <laughs> I'll just say it wasn't working for me. It, yeah. It was an obligation, though. Um, <laughs> you know, that's more of kind of an annoyance. Uh, so I, I feel like he's just kind of there to push the plot forward, too. Like, he just needed a Spider Man villain. Um, I, funny enough, I actually kind of like his scenes more in No Way Home, even though we kind of got the short end of the stick at, at No Way <laughs> Home, too. He has some like good comedic lines and both of his like, scenes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then like the three scenes he has. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, yeah, I, I'm C C tier for me. A, a fine villain, but nothing like memorable about him. And his plot to you know take over the world was kind of dumb too. So. <laughs> yeah, turn lizards into or turn people into lizards. That was kind of stupid. Even right. even Jimmy Fox in No Way Home or Electro was like, "Aren't you the dude that try to make everybody to a lizard?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ben. Yeah, I'm I'm good with C too. I I like I like the character. Uh, I mean, like from the comics and stuff, that the, the his story. But yeah, he's just kind of like you said, just kind of there, and and moves the plot along um, for that movie. But I do like his uh, post credit scene though. Uh, he's like, "Hey, leave Peter alone." So I do like I think he does care for Peter because when that mystery man with the hat at the end of the oh that one <laughs> right uh, comes in, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's that. Yeah, Zach sells. Uh, yeah, C tier. I do like the fight. It has part of my favorite fights. One of my favorite fight scenes in Spider Man, like all the movies, is the library scene and the best oh, yeah. cameo. Oh yeah, that, that, <laughs> yeah. that was a great cameo. Yeah, really that, that cameo. was a great camera. I remember really liking that when I first watched the movie in theaters. Um, yeah, it just kind of was just a placeholder villain. Um, that's always the problem. That was the problem with uh, Garfield's movies is like the character Peter and Gwen and like the actual human characters were really good, but the villains were very weak. And then Rain, like I said earlier, was- man, take all the comic book stuff out. You got a good rom com going on here. Exactly. Um, and I I won't talk about more about Jamie Foxx because I actually do like his Electro a lot. How cheesy it is, but as it just. I think what the problem was with Kurt Connors, he was too serious. It was just too, too serious. And the lizard stuff just is hokey, so you can't <laughs> play it too seriously. Mm. And then, like, it just, there wasn't that blend. There wasn't that mix. So I just think it's more forgettable. All right. Well, let's talk about Jamie Foxx's Electro because, uh, in the words of Dr. Dr. Connors in No Way Home, he got a makeover in, <laughs> in No Way Home. Um, and who knew, Ben, that getting electrocuted will fix the gap in your teeth and fix your hair and <laughs> I, I did not know that yeah the more you know 
I did like though when Garfield you know? <laughs> <laughs> when Garfield's talking to McGuire about you know Max and everything. It's like he was the sweetest guy ever until he got until a fellow full of electric eels told me he's like, Yep, that, that that'll do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm curious like what your thoughts on on him are, especially in the, in the Amazing Spider-Man too, because there's good and bad stuff about him, right? I just like what Jamie Foxx was going for here. Kind of like the super fanboy of Spider-Man that kind of feel like he portrayed mm-hmm. him when he really didn't. And then I, I like his quote-unquote makeover, Ben, in No Way Home. It just mm-hmm. felt more threatening as a villain. And you actually get to use more of Jamie Foxx's charisma in, uh, in No Way Home, too. Like, you did to yeah. see like, more of Jamie Foxx in, in No Way Home than you do in, in uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. And I always thought Jamie Foxx was a great choice to play a villain. Because I feel like J- Jamie Foxx is one of these actors who doesn't really get enough appreciation either. I and mean, he's an Oscar winner for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah. And we kind of he kind of just flies under the radar. So I'm actually gonna say B. I could be convinced flat for an A tier, but I'm gonna say B strictly for No Way Home and how he got kind of redeemed. Because other than probably Andrew, he was probably the second most redeemable character in the in No Way Home. Mm-hmm. So Zach. I'll say A tier just because of the one liners. I love so much of those. <laughs> alluding to and just like it's my birthday now it's time to blow up my candles and just like i love i love the look of this these movies especially the second one i love the blue electricity it looks very like there's just a style with it and like the cinematography and then like the visuals just really blends so well it's like all the fight scenes with electro environment are really well done and I love that aspect a lot. So that's why it's more of an A tier, more of like a visual standpoint. And then the classic uh, yellow, like with the in No Way Home, when it makes the mask out of the electricity, like when that's quick shot. Mm. I love that. That was really <laughs> cool. Um, like the classic electro mask. Um, you were saying, right, like his personality felt more like Jamie Foxx in No Way Home. Like it felt like what we know from like everything else, like from Django and then, you know, from, uh, you know, what was that one day shift? that one movie that one vampire movie um <laughs> um but he he just had more of a presence there he felt more like you understand his motive and again that's what makes great villains you, you understand his motive and then with the set with the main spider too i understand his motive of like blaming spider-man for everything and being delusional in that aspect and it just it's a classic story you know it's the same thing that it's a, actually a rundown story a lot with comic book movies where it's like that nerdy person turns into the villain and blames the hero i mean look at a uh, iron man 3 um with uh guy pierce same thing it's literally the same haircut too so it's just like <laughs> um like when they were a nerd and stuff um but i still like it. i still a tier because he is a strong villain he's after close now, like I said, about 10 years, he's, I still remember him as a villain compared to like Kurt Connors. He's still a memorable, like comic book villain compared to like, especially a lot of the MCU ones. Nice try. He's still a B for me. Uh, <laughs> no, I, the, the, the cheesy, funny lines and stuff are, have kind of grown on me a little bit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a big fan of the, his, his character. Um, in that amazing spider-man 2 and then he is uh, very much redeemed and has some good stuff in no way home um but yeah i like i like jamie fox a lot um 
and the the design too like you said it is really cool uh and the the movie cover i have that's uh spider-man in electro with the blue and the it, it's all the design and stuff is, is is really cool so i'll give them that but yeah be dear all right let's move on to whatever dane DeHong was doing is harry osborne in, <laughs> in goblin reading spider-man 2 not my cup of tea gentlemen not my cup of tea um i'm <laughs> the human stuff works really well actually kind of him finding this disease and everything and reconnecting with peter and then it becomes goblin and it's just it's forced it feels rushed i mean yeah he's responsible for gwen's death sure but there's there's no emotional connection to this to this character and you know maybe we were going to see more of him if sony had continued on with this version of spider-man but i'm gonna say d tier for for dan to hans uh Harry Greedon. My favorite scene is just him and Peter reconnecting, you know, just skipping rocks to the lake and stuff. That 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 was stuff was cool. Ben. Yep. That 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 was the scene I was gonna call out to that even though he's totally missing from the first film, uh them no reconnecting right. <laughs> them reconnecting does feel um uh, genuine and, and true and everything. So um that aspect was good. But then yeah, once he starts turning green and <laughs> flying around it's like okay um so uh, yeah yeah d tier uh i'm gonna say i don't say d tier i just his haircut bothers me too like, <laughs> yeah. why is it over one eye like you know and it just felt ra- really random like <laughs> very angsty emo um it just felt very random, like, oh, Harry, I haven't seen you forever. And just, like, where did that connection come? It was just very, like, forced, like you were saying. It just didn't, like, I don't know. I just didn't care for him that much. And, like, the goblin stuff, like, the ear, like, his ears turned to goblins. I do like the scene where um, where he snaps at Peter for not getting Spider-Man's blood. That's, like, mm-hmm. classic Harry versus Spider-Man. Like, there's, like, it reminded me of, like, uh, James and Toby and uh, the Raimi series and stuff, but other than that, it just felt very shoehorned. Of course, Sony being Sony, that's just that's the flaw with it. It's it's the ven- he is the venom for this friend for that uh, trilogy or duality, you can say. Okay, yes, yeah, so but these here all, all all across the board there. All right, um, the last character, and I'm gonna take an ad break then, mm-hmm. is uh, Alexei Soskevich, uh, probably the worst Spider-Man villain of all these we're talking <laughs> about. Uh, easy F tier. Easy um, and rough. I love Paul Giamatti. Yep, he's in one of my all-time favorite shows, Billions. Um, he is a great actor, tremendous actor, but he is laughable. He was on cocaine or something. I don't know <laughs> what the hell he was doing here. Uh, he just I, shouted random stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just and then we brought bring him back for the ending. I was like, really? <laughs> kind of, I mean, are you trying? Are you just like trying to annoy us, Mark Webb? What, what are you trying to do here? I'm glad we don't have a sense of six week with him in it because that would have been. And I like how Garfield even makes fun of him in No Way Home. Like mm-hmm. I'm lame. Like I I fought a guy in a rhinoceros <laughs> outfit, <laughs> and then actually the extended cut it kind of goes on further. And Toby was like, "Oh, that's cool." And Andrew was like, "No, it, it, it wasn't. <laughs> it was something like that. It was something." But uh, yeah, F tier. Yeah, Ben. Yeah. Okay. F-tier. All right. Yep. <laughs> Random bookend to the movie. All right, we just have two old white guys in the F tier. That's uh, that's great. There, 
not all the old white guys. All old white guys are in there, though, Ben. We got some. We got, you know, we got that 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 obligation, Ben Parker, in the C tier. So, <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, ben, why don't we uh, take an ad break and uh, swing us out with a catch tune? Ooh. We'll be back in ten seconds or less. Yes. And we're back. All right. Now we're going to talk about the MCU, Peter Parker, or Spider-Man, and uh, Across the Spider-Verse. Or the Spider-Verse. Spider-Man characters, that's a lot to say. Jesus. <laughs> oh, where do we start with Tom Holland? Who should go first? You know what? <laughs> just take the cake, Rod. Just, just no, 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 no. I'm not going to let you go. I'm not going to let you go first, Zach. All right, go, go first. Go my bathroom break when you talk about him. <laughs> yes, you can. Absolutely. I'm sure Ben's going to do the same thing. So mm-hmm. go ahead, Zach. Oh, shut up, Ben. <laughs> I already spoiled it. S tier for me. I mean, Tom is a but great why? But why put him in the S tier, though? Why? Go ahead. Explain yourself. It's unfair. You know, it's unfair. This oh, man God. has had, what, like six appearances in the MCU to expand his character. So it's kind of a little bit more unfair to, like, not see him as the spider-man right now why don't you go ahead and go next man i i I don't really like where this is going (laughs) go ahead zach finish up it's true though (laughs) um i mean it's hard not to cry in avengers Infinity war when he says i i don't feel so good it's hard not to cry when he said uh we won mr stark it's hard not to cry when he says aunt may get up this man is just full of emotion. This man just makes me cry every time in any of his movies. I think Far From Home was like the only one that did not make me cry. Um, but like every single appearance this man is in has made me cry. He's just so damn good as both Peter Parker and Spider-Man um, and Iron Boy. Um, even in Homecoming when he's like trying, like when he's pleading with Mr. Stark to give him his suit back and he's like, having that uncle ben moment it's like no you don't deserve it the great responsibility moment which is not a nitpick but like you know how aunt may said no way home but they already had that moment in homecoming you know it's just they did it twice but you know whatever nostalgia hearing that line um but yeah tom is a great spider-man he's a great peter parker he's a great nerd he looks like a teenager um which is like the biggest praise is like he actually looks like his age the age that he was playing um great chemistry with everybody great action um i think there's not much i could say like i know ron's gonna say everything so i'm trying to say some stuff for him i know he's gonna go on i have no exact please this is a podcast (laughs) opportunity for everyone to share their thoughts and feelings okay Yes. Yeah, I think what says a lot of how much Tom is a great Spider-Man and Peter is mm-hmm. Civil War. Oh, I mean, oh. let, let, let's rewind oh. the clock a bit to 2016. Oh, oh please, please share, please. please. <laughs> how great he was with his dilemma oh, fighting so the airport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the Bucky stuff and then the Sam Wilson stuff is like, who is this kid's annoying? Mm-hmm. Who is this guy? And mm-hmm. then just like, have you seen that old movie? The one with the what was the Empire Strikes mm-hmm. Back, and then the AT, the ATAT, the AT AT. Um, mm. It's a great his oh. his connections to movies, and then like just everything. It's just oh. so so us. I think that's the main thing. Oh, we see yeah. ourselves in a Tom oh, Holland Peter. Absolutely, Spider-Man. 
Yeah, we do. So we do. that's my piece. Oh, and one, 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 now, now you can go, Ben. Yes, Ben, your, your turn, Ben. Why don't you go ahead and go next? Okay, well, I know Rod's going to add on some stuff, too. Uh, but I, ben, equal well, opportunity for everyone to share their thoughts no, and I feelings. There, you said a lot of good stuff, yeah. The the, the balance of um, Peter and Spider-Man, uh, both roles done very well. And the balance of uh, awkward teen comedy and uh, those emotional moments. Tommy H really does well to watch yourself both oh not yet okay tom holland for me mr mr holland there you go yep um (laughs) does does it all very well so oh oh. but that's it nothing else to say man oh i leave the floor to you oh thank you Thank I will you. say one thing. No, nah, I don't think so. I think you I, equal oh, opportunity is over for you. All right. Anyway, now what was missing in No Way Home was his mustache from Cherry. A very iconic, forgettable mustache. Anyway, let's 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 talk about Tommy H here. But I was born February thirteenth, nineteen ninety six. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. And uh, you know, growing up, my favorite character was always Peter Parker, Spider Man. Favorite comic character. Man, I just love that poor, nerdy, not an obligation, Peter Parker. <laughs> Something that's very, very relatable about Peter Parker that I feel like everyone can take a, just a little piece, not maybe everything, but a little piece of Peter Parker we can all sort of relate to. We've had whiny Toby. We've had Cole playlists in, you know, Andrew Garfield. But now we, in 2015, 2014, really, it came down between Asa Butterfield and Tom Holland <laughs> the role of Peter Parker. Who? Exactly. Asa Butterfield. Who's that? Exactly. So, did Marvel make the right choice? Absolutely, they made the right choice. So let's talk about Civil War, then, and how he's introduced. <clears throat> oh, wait, Zach kind of ruined that for me, so I guess we can just kind of... <laughs> Listen, I, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat here, guys. Tom Holland's Peter Parker, that's my favorite iteration of, of the character. Uh, Tom Holland perfectly embodies both what it means to be Peter Parker and perfectly embodies what it means to be a great Spider-Man. Uh, the, the, the wise cracking the jokes, but also the humanity of Peter Parker. Um, still caring about others before himself. Uh, but nerdy, kind of like, you know, you know, just nerdy, kind of a loser kid you know getting picked on in school and crushing over the girl and you know zach it is kind of unfair okay i will agree with you that he's been in about what six or seven mcu movies while the others have only been in like three or four max so yes it is it unfair yes but why is that unfair maybe because tom's just the best and they could have recast him anytime they wanted to they, they could have they recast the war machine they could have recast tom Holland if they wanted to they recasted hulk Oh, silence from the silence from the crowd. I see silence from the crowd. Nothing from Zach or Ben. Mm, mm, mm. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Oh, and, and Zach walked away. Is Ben walking away next? I'm getting close. Okay, perfect. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, to wrap up, he, yeah, Tom's just my favorite. Uh, really greatly emotional scenes. I think the scene that really works well for me is his reaction to Aunt May's death. Mm-hmm. and no way home but also you know just kind of him coming to terms of him dusting away and uh and an offending war uh i mean but in, even in his own trilogy ben 
you know, really just see the evolution of him becoming more than just Iron Boy or Iron Man Jr., him mm-hmm. becoming Spider-Man. And I think what that movie needed most, more than anything, was just him not really having a relationship with the other Avengers, him just becoming the, the street-level hero, right? And we got that. And I'm just excited to see more of Tom in the future. If we can get these actor strikes over with so we can get Spider-Man 4 off, off the ground and, and run it. Mm-hmm. So it looks like we all agree, though, Ben, that Tom Holland's going on the S tier. Is that right? That's what it mm-hmm. sounds like. Oh, okay. Yeah, perfect. I think, right. think so. Look at that. Zach came back as soon as I was done with my monologue. <laughs> oh, I listened to it. I have my headphone in. So. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about Tom's love interest, who he's not actually dating in real life. S tier. S tier. Greatest tier of all time. If they're a higher tier than S, can we put her there? Yes, S tier. Well, we did have the Thanos tier for our last year. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Zach, take it away. Zendaya, MJ. So, Zendaya, I believe she is 5'11". What are we doing? And, what are we doing? And I am 5'9". <laughs> <laughs> what I love about Zendaya and Tom Holland is Tom Holland is the voice of the short kings in the world. Is the voice for the under six foot. And Zach, shows where are we that... going with this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I lost track. Um... <laughs> I mean, she is, I liked her, like, as a character, she is a lot better MJ than Christian Dunst. Just from the aspect of her own smarts and her own person. Um, You know, you can say, well, her name's not, she's not the MJ, she's MJ and stuff, but who cares? She is Peter's MJ. Like, that's the whole point. Even, like, Toby said in No Way Home, it's like, that's his, like, MJ. Um, And it just... There's like not much to say, like, cause she just very more. She is kind of more straightforward, but her sarcastic like attitude and how funny she is is really well done from Zendaya. But also like when she breaks character of that persona and becomes like that heartwarming like undertone that is more explored like in No Way Home, like half of Far From Home into No Way Home, um, and how understanding she is of Peter. I really like that stuff. Um, I do wish she was in like the character was more of a focal point in no way home. Like the scene where she falls off the like bridge and then Andrew saves her. It kind of, it, that is a very fan service moment, but I wish there, I wish there was just something more. That's not my only like really flaw with that is that I wish there was something more. Apparently there was more of a subplot with Zendaya and Ned. Like they, like they fight. I forgot what it is. Like I know it's something to do with America Chavez. And then there was something, there were just a lot of other ideas that floated around. So America Chavez was actually supposed to be the one to bring in Toby and Andrew because multiple multiverse and mass was supposed to come up before No Way Home was. Oh, and that kind of got ruined um, because of the that would COVID. be a lot better. Yeah, COVID yeah. ruined a lot of that. So uh, honestly, I kind of like the way it was done anyway. I feel like America Chavez and No Way Home would have been kind of distracting. Like, wait, wait, what, what the hell? What? Why are you here? So. I can see that. I can see that. But anyways, I, I do like, she is probably the best besides, it's a hard toss up between her and Gwen Stacy with Emma, with Emma Stone. But I think she is the best love interest so far. Um, oh. Out of Spider-Man's. Okay. Um, I, I just think because they're, her and Tommy's connection are just 
so the chemistry is there. They're, they're, they actually do love each other. They're actually like in a relationship still. Shockingly, I haven't, I'm shocked they haven't broken up yet in real life. But and they seem like they actually do care for each other. Well, that's not yeah, root for that, scene... <laughs> What's that? Let's, let's not root for that though. <laughs> oh no, no. <laughs> Good for them. Good for them. You know, breaking the curse, the Spider Man curse. Um, I do. I think the best scene. And I think we can all agree that between them is this ending scene of No Way Home when Tom sees her in the coffee shop, that, that scene breaks my heart every time. And he just, he decides not to do it. And he just walks away. That, that scene really, really impacts me. Well, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. Cause I was going to be the scene I was going to bring it with MJ too, was that coffee shop scene. Um, I think that scene perfectly resembles who Peter Parker is the responsibility being, you know, Peter, but also the responsibility being Spider-Man. Right. The fact that he wants to do it so bad, but to keep her safe and, you know, because she's safe and she's happy now with her new life with her rebooted life, I guess you would say, uh, with, you know, her going to college and everything. Why risk it? Why interfere? So um, I can't put her on the S tier for the simple fact that I she didn't have the greatest of starts in Homecoming, but she greatly improved in No Way or Far From Home and then No Way Home. I, I there's just something about Emma and Andrew that I still I just it it feels a little bit more authentic than Tom and, and Zendaya. Uh I think Tom and Zendaya finally finally get together near the end of Far From Home into No Way Home. The coffee shop scene though, like you were saying, Zach, it's just it's beautiful. It's it's my favorite Spider-Man moment in any of the MCU movies we've had so far. Um so for that simple fact and the fact that they have such great chemistry together. And Zendaya also has great computer timing with her MJ too. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put her on the A tier. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that with A tier. Um yeah, better as a character than Damsel of Distress Kirstenance. Um, but it, it, there's not well, I don't know. Yeah, she she is good. There there's good uh scenes with her but yeah her comedy like you're saying i think is like the main standout to me um but she does have good uh chemistry and some good dramatic scenes with uh with tom too um yeah and i kind of forget sometimes that uh yeah she was michelle in homecoming and that kind of dropped well you can call me mj I, i didn't like um at first but now that we've gotten two more performances uh or movies than uh, she's she's definitely grown into it and i'm fine with it so um just because it, it felt a little cheesy <laughs> that dropping mm-hmm. that line at the end um but anyway yeah a tier uh let's talk about peter's best friend that leads a much better friend than harry osborne <laughs> yeah both harry's really uh you know he's the guy in the chair he watches porn ben when he's uh, trying to help <laughs> peter save the day <laughs> Yeah, that leads for me. Is that I, I just like how authentic and just real their friendship feels. Uh, I, I love their handshake. And then who didn't love in the game when they reunited, when they went, when they go back to school? I got I got really choked up when that happened. Um, then that's just like, it's, he's such a nerd. Like when he nerds out, when, like when they're in Doctor Strange, his layers like, oh, I torture rack. It's like little things like that. He's got <laughs> such great comedic timing. So uh, A tier for me for Ned. I, I love the character. Benjamin? uh yeah he's <laughs> it's kind of weird because he's just purely comedic 
He's relief, so right? He's, he's but so, he is yeah. so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is really, really funny. Um yeah, A's A's good with me. Zach. A tier. He's just too damn funny. Um, and then like the scene in No Way Home where they're all like trying to find like make the antidotes and stuff, and he's finding out that my best friend killed me. And then I have to kill my best friend. And then like <laughs> all of this stuff, and he's like, I promise I won't turn into an evil supervillain and kill you for trying to kill you. And then I, I just like the relationship between all three of them, like Spike, uh, you know, Tom, uh, MJ, and Nev. They just have such great, this is great ban- chemistry and banter between all three of them. Like when they're just hanging up on the top of the, on the roof, talking mm-hmm. about like you know where they're gonna live when they go to school and stuff. It's just like I'm glad John Watts explored that because he really kind of channeled his inner John Hughes in his trilogy <laughs> a little bit yeah. with the high school vibes. Ah, <sighs> Zach, it's time. It's hot May time. S tier. S tier. Damn straight S tier. Uh, ben, kick us off with talking about Marissa Tomei's Aunt May. <laughs> uh, she is the youngest of the. Uh, I don't know how <laughs> tall she is, but no. Um, yeah, she's <laughs> she's really good in the role. Um, and then especially No Way Home elevated uh, with the the dramatic performance and like we're all gonna say made us uh, made us tear up. So. Um, but the earlier performances are good too. She's funny and she is a good, she, she's very different on May compared to the earlier or the previous iterations. Um, but I, I really I do feel that familial bond and everything. And I, I larb you and all the jokes and stuff she has with them. So uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I guess if both of you are saying S, she's going there, but I don't know if I'd quite put her there, but well, listen, Ben. I mean, as far as Tomei as, as Aunt May, I mean, yeah. come on now. I mean, yeah. even Tony Stark was arguing <laughs> over her for, for a second and so yeah. uh, But in all seriousness, um, I'm between an S and an A. Okay. <laughs> at Homecoming and Far From Home, it's more of like they have this really funny, you know, kind of cute banter. You mm-hmm. know, she's strict, but she's also kind of like, you see the care she she has for Peter for his safety and everything and i kind of like in far from home how she kind of embraces him being spider-man right but she doesn't have a problem with it you know we just kind of you know far from home just kind of starts with like oh yeah you're spider-man you know you're helping out you know doing all these charity all this charity work for me and everything um and then her relationship with happy is so fuck it's so funny (laughs) Far From Home. and then we get to the no way home and we get to see members to me kind of channel a little bit more of her dramatic side Right, she gets you know channel her dramatic chops because we're, I think we were all thinking the same thing. Like, how the hell did she survive that glider to the back? Mm-hmm. Like, when she get you know when she gets hit, I'm like, no bullshit. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm sad now. And uh, shit, I don't know. I'm between an S and an A. So I, I, I she's my second favorite Aunt May. Maybe my favorite. I don't know. I, I go back and forth, but because her and Rosemary Harris are so different, right? She's more right. wisdom, but I feel like her this version of Aunt May and Peter have a better connection. Just like you know, in terms of like you know conversations and talking, just like it feels more to say like friend. <laughs> but she has kind of like that friendly banter too. Yeah, with Peter. So, but even in No Way Home too, right? She has that kind of that that wisdom of like, hey. You know, this is what we do. We cure people. We help people, right? 
it may not be as deep or emotional as what Rosemary Harris was doing, but she still has that. Um, Zach, kind of break the tie here. Help us out. Uh, honestly, A tier. Yeah. <laughs> it is like, um, there's those moments, but she just like, there's not, I miss that wisdom, like you were saying. Like, is there no way home and such? And like, she is trying to do good, like telling Peter, like, you need to save these people. Like, you shouldn't do like what Doctor Strange is basically saying to do is like send him back to be killed. Um, and she like is a great influence on Peter. I just just wish there was something more there because she kind of plays not like a hokey like ant, but she kind of like more more comedic. I'll say and very more comedic. Like she has the best like what the fuck drop from a homecoming. That's like a classic scene to me. That's so so good. Um, but then she plays into like everybody just not like sexualizes her, but just like oh you got a hot aunt, and it just becomes like more of a running joke that she's just really like hot. we did it five minutes ago. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly like that we did. <laughs> but like even like Tony Stark and like everybody just wants to hit her up and stuff, so it just becomes more of that. Um, and I, and I just wish it was more wisdom behind it, and then like the whole happy stuff, like her and Happy's relationship just was kind of just in the background. So it just. A, I'd say A, to be safe. Uh, ben, we talked about Vulture, right? But let's talk about him once again, real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, your quick thoughts on Vulture? Best for me. I'm a big Michael Keaton fan, so that feeds into it a little bit. But um, I, I, his villain is is very, very good. Um, Marvel in Phase Three really up the ante on the villains. Um, phase three, yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's, uh, it's Phase Three. Yeah, I was making sure, uh, and. His his story arc is really good with uh, being. I know it's another villain that's created by Tony's, <laughs> oh, uh, you know, misadventures or whatever. Uh, but it, I, I I just like his story being kind of um, tinkerer, <laughs> not the tinkerer though, uh, but a, a low guy with the finding tech and stuff, and he's not there a huge go. business <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, gosh. Um, after dark not really uh yeah so that he it does that really well and then uh that that whole twist that we feel like we bring up all the time uh it's just incredible yeah I, I love that and the whole thing with him talking to the car and the lights changing and figuring mm-hmm. things out just the, the whole performance and the character is is awesome to me so that's the, the mobius post credits you know of it um, yeah 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 so s tier for every reason ben just said uh zach Oh yeah, probably the best uh, Tom Holland. Like Green Goblin, you can count as a Tom Holland villain, obviously. But then we had him previously with Spider Man, uh, the first movie, obviously. But as like an original for Tom Holland, I think he's the best. It has the best twist. Like the daughter twist is just like one of the most like one of the best moments in the MCU, and like actually shocked me, which is like kind of hard sometimes with like MCU movies, like. Obviously, with the snap when that happened, that was shocking. But to actually like shock me with a plot twist, which is rare for comic book movies, I think that was like one of the best ones. And always, always welcome to see that. Um, and Michael Keane is just amazing. He's like always, always love seeing him. And yeah, he was just his vulture. I do wish their fight scenes were lit better. It's the night scenes are just too yeah. dark. It yeah. just or like too dark, but not dark. It's just really weird how he filmed it and like the lighting and stuff, but. I still liked everything that happened with him. 
I like the fight on the boat. The fight on the ferry boat was was good. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. The fight on battle in the dark, yeah, I, I would agree. Um, Happy Hogan. I was reluctant to put him on this list, but he has such he's plays an important part in Peter's life more than more than we might think if you really think about it. Um, he's always kind of been there for Peter in all three of these movies. Uh, ben, why don't you start us off with Happy Hogan? Um, he is good comedic relief. I guess the far from home would be the the shining moment when he's uh, talking to him, talking to Peter, and giving him the pep. far from home or no way home because they talk at Aunt May's grave in no way home. That's a very uh, oh, that's true. Moment. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, but the yeah, yeah both of those are really good. Um, yeah, the the, and the when he picks him up in the field or whatever on the plane uh, and far from home and giving him that pep speech. Um, is good. Yeah, he he is more important than you <laughs> than you realize. Mm-hmm. Um, but I uh, for for me it would be a a B tier uh, character. So I am a twelve. I was always between like an A and a B. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I, I like he's not like a original Spider Man character or anything. Like <laughs> he's been carried over from Iron yeah. Man's you know world and you know kind of carried over to Spider Man's universe. I'm glad he came back for No Way Home. Great comedic moments. As just those two emotional moments in Far From Home and No Way Home really stand out. Like I love that scene when him and Happy, because Happy has no idea who he is now, right? Right. Uh, talking at the grave. Uh, I, you know, every time I rewatch No Way Home, I, that scene always chokes me up because it comes right after the scene with at the coffee shop with Spider Man or Peter and MJ. Um. So you know, I, I yeah, I'll say B. I'll, I'll say B. Because I, I can't quite say it because I don't think he has quite the impact like an Aunt May or an MJ right. have, but he still plays a very important role in his life, in Peter's life. So I'll, I'll say B as well. Jack? Uh, I'd say B just for the sake, like you said, he's not an original Spider-Man character and carried over to Iron Man, but he does have an important... He's in all three Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Like, and he kind of is like, he cares for Peter. You could tell he actually does care for him. As much as um, Martin Sheen, yep, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> like he, like I love, I adore. When I remember my first watch at Homecoming and just falling in love with everything from it and how like fresh it felt. I love the scene where he's texting Happy, like anything, anything, like what he thinks he's an Avenger and everything, and it's just so funny to me. And like he, he really just has that bigger impact on Peter than we realize when we think about it, and then. Obviously, I think in No Way Home, I honestly thought he was going to die in No Way Home or something was going to happen, like Goblin was going to kill him. I thought so, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was barely just, showing the marketing. So I was like, oh, yeah, he's exactly. Gonna, he's gonna and then, um, but yeah, I, I, I think he, John Favreau is just always like, John Favreau is a great actor, also a great director and stuff. So it's just cool that he's a nerd and he's in all the nerd stuff. And uh, yeah, I, I'd say B. B is the rating. So let me ask you this. Would you want to see him again in Spider-Man Four and Beyond, or are you done with it? I, I feel like we got closure with him yeah. in No Way Home, but I, uh, he, he might, he'll probably will show back up again in an MCU movie, maybe like an Avengers movie. But as far as like Tom's, they're just future no Tom movies. I, yeah, I don't see a reason to bring him back. Right, like because he's on Peter's on his own. And that's the whole point. What everybody always wanted with Tom's Peter, him on his own, being a broke man in an apartment um how spider-man should be uh 
I do. I forgot. I, I do love the scene at Far From Home. There is an emotional scene. I said there really wasn't one besides like you know Homecoming and No Way Home, but there is one at Far From Home where he uh, like everybody expects expectations from him, and he's ranting to Happy on the jet. Yeah, that's and again, Tom's acting just so great as the character. Um, but oh, that oh, is a thanks, big, Zach. Appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and but like Happy does give him like guidance on that. It's like. Nobody could be Tony. No, Tony could even live up to Tony. And that whole scene, that interaction is great. And he sees a Tony in Peter when he's making the suit for Far From Home. I think that's, that's a really great moment. moment for him. Oh, so now I'm thinking A tier shit because he does have a really big impact on him. <laughs> but we're gonna, I was thinking B. Yeah, I, we'll still with B for right now. But I, man, I might. I mean, shit. The more we talk, I might be on A tier. I don't know. Uh, Mysterio. Ben, I forgot where we put Mysterio on our tier list. Did we put him on the A? Do we put him on the A tier? I do too. I was thinking. I, I, I don't remember. That sounds right. Uh, Release all the drones. No. <laughs> no. I mean, he plays a great Mysterio, right? Uh, I just what I don't like about him. Another creation from Tony Stark. So, or from the Tony that's Stark. That's the one setback. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, come on. Does he have to be from? I mean, now we're just, now we're just reaching at this point. Or not reaching, but like, are we really going down this well again? Does mm-hmm. Tony Stark. So, I, I'm A tier for me. I can't put him on S tier, though, because I, it's I think like, like an we said S minus. Yeah, S minus, A plus. Because, like, I think I'm grading it more on Dylan Hall's performance and actually how the <laughs> character is used. Mm-hmm. I mean, because the character is used well. I just think Dylan Hall really brings out the best with, with this character. So yeah, I'm gonna say A. I'm gonna stick with my A tier ranking Ben. Yep, um, A as well. Zach, I man, I'm gonna say S because y'all not giving this man credit. Oh, this man broke Tom. This man broke. Peter, that illusion scene. Uh, Gollum actually broke Peter, really. But uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. True, but this man really broke him, and no, and far from home. Like that illusion scene is probably one that is probably the the scene for me throughout this entire trilogy, outside of the oh. nostalgia stuff. But that illusion scene, that was so well done, is what I know from Mysterio, and that really like broke Peter. And like when you mess with someone's psyche of not knowing what's real or not and again the scene going back to happy of tom like saying are you real are you or like is this real right now that's really something to show and how great of a villain he was so i it's like an s minus guy i see where you're coming from like another tony villain another like tony setback but just jillian hall's performance is just so well done in it and towards the end um like when he when it snaps to what he is and how he is as is it quinn beck is that his name Quentin Beck. Yeah. Yeah, Quentin Beck. Um, the personality shows and he really like hands it up and really tries to get that Marvel paycheck, I feel like. <laughs> and um but the the ending and like the like people will believe anything line and then like how he comes back and ruins Peter's life still with revealing his idea identity. I think that's just really well done and just I like villains that play with the psyche more. So that's why I kind of have a little bit more of a soft spot with the S tier for him all right um, oh we're moving on now to our last spider-man universe to, to the just spider-verse characters now yeah mm-hmm. that's what just call them that 
uh, hopping over to Miles' world and Gwen's world and Peter B's world and all the other <laughs> universes there are. Um, Zach, you are a big Miles Morales fan, so why don't you go ahead and get us kicked off with Miles? Like when I first like got introduced to Miles, like through the comics and stuff, I it's not like I really bought into. It. I just really wasn't into comics. So with the iteration of into the Spider-Verse, I really fell in love with this character. Um, I'm I, he he's like Peter, he's like a Peter, but he he's his own person, and that's what makes him stand out so well. He is he's trying, he's like a Tom Holland Peter, where he's trying to find the balance of being a kid, a teenager, a nerdy teenager, while being Spider-Man. But he wants to be Spider-Man, and he really wants to be like that friendly neighborhood too. But also, he just has the dilemma of not knowing what to do. He doesn't have that guidance. And with, you know, Peter B. Parker and Into the Spider-Verse trying to help him with the guidance and everybody else, I really love the character growth in Across the Spider-Verse, where he still, he just, he feels out of place. I think that's what makes him more relatable than a Peter, than especially to me, is like being out of place, being like, he's not awkward or anything. Like he's he's a little awkward at times, like a teenager should, but he's just he doesn't fit into the story. And I love adore like where we talk about Miguel a little bit. I love that scene where Miguel tell him like you're 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 anomaly. You're you're basically like this shouldn't have happened to you. And Miles like that's not my story. I really like that he takes a hold of like he trying he's trying to find his place. He's fighting the spot like just a beat like a. D tier villain <laughs> that becomes a horrifying ass villain towards the end across the spire verse into an A tier villain, but that's just he's like not like a loser, but he just feels like one. He just feels like there should be more, but there's not. And I think that's just really relatable to like anybody like who's a nerd or like a comic book person and stuff like that. Um, so easily S tier, one of the best iterations of Spider-Man. I really want to watch Across the Spider-Verse again. I just haven't picked up the 4K, which I might now go to Best Buy before they take it all away. Um, We're going to steal by on digital like a normal human being would. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <sighs> Not the same quality. Not the same quality. It's actually not not the 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 4K is quite beautiful. I will admit. Exactly. It's it's pristine. Um, but yeah, I I think he's an S tier. He he differs himself from Peter enough to be his own character, which is really well done. And I want more Miles than I want Peter nowadays. I want more Miles content, and we're about to give Spider-Man to the video game. So it's gonna be cool to see. Um, yeah, S tier for me. Uh, yeah, for all the reasons you just said, Zach. I mean, uh, he's an S tier character for me. I think what I like most about Miles is that, that that dilemma, right? He struggles with of what you know what to do about being Spider Man and also being, you know, this this kid. I like that dilemma in Across the Spider Verse. Like, you know, well, he doesn't really have the dilemma. He's pretty set on like I'm gonna go save my father, right? But you still see that struggle within him of, you know, who do we who do I trust? Right, you know, his friends his friends have now betrayed him. Um, his parents want him to do one thing, and he feels like he's old enough, like, hey, I'm gonna go out and do my own thing. So he's got a lot of other stuff going on besides his Spider-Man responsibilities. And I like how in across Spider-Verse too, like you see the maturation for him in being Spider-Man, but he still hasn't perfected it quite yet. Um so yeah, for for those reasons and his relationship with you know Gwen and, and Peter B. Parker, it S tier, S tier, S tier, S tier for Miles. Yep, y'all have said a lot of great points. Uh, 
and it's yeah obvious best for me uh i'm really glad you know i'm not comics uh well we have a lot on the s now getting we do (laughs) double row um first ever not in the reading comics and stuff but the um so the ends of the spider-verse movie introduced me to the character i guess um and i i I love this uh you know uh, growing up with peter parker um and then in his story but i love having this uh this character now (laughs) getting in the in the spotlight and having his own movies and if we get live action and uh we've gotten the video game now and and more stuff with him is is welcomed uh gwen stacy very cool character um i don't have a whole lot to say i guess um into the Spider-Verse was was very good. Uh still the the kind of awkward teenage <laughs> interactions and the um you know relationship building and stuff. And then uh of course gets a bigger role in Across the Spider-Verse and I'm sure we'll have a huge role in uh Beyond. So um excited to see what we get with her. But yeah, so far very very cool in her suit <laughs> and and I mean of course the animation and styles of of everyone is really cool, but um, her, her her universe really is well. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So beautiful. Yep. So uh, I mean, maybe S. I, I feel like Beyond will cement <laughs> that S. But I'm I'm with you. Because yeah. originally into the Spider Verse, I was like an A, but across right. the Spider Verse, I mean, because it's almost kind of her movie. Yep. Right. We, I mean, we spend the first twenty minutes in her world. Mm-hmm. venturing into her backstory uh, what i like about her is she's more than what she seems to be like she's one of those that meets as corny as it sounds more than meets the eye right she's <laughs> yeah. she's damaged you know she lost her best friend um you know her own father's trying to hunt her down and almost arrested her you know she has this now complicated relationship with miles you know she wants to be with him but can't and then of course the portrayal of you know her not telling miles certain things about his place in the universe so i'm but i'm curious of where that relationship goes because we, we talked about it before in another episode like i don't know if i want a full-on romantic relationship with these two mm-hmm. like they work so well as friends so yeah, yeah. so like my favorite stuff is them swinging around the city and then that 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 whole sequence on that uh that one building right where they're just like hanging upside down talking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I could watch that scene on a loop for hours. It's just, it's it's so beautiful from the from the conversation to the art to the artwork. I mean, it's it's all just it's all well done. And Haley Steinfeld, of course, is just brilliant in the voice role. Um, shut up, Zach. So for me, I'm I'm gonna say S tier for me as well, Ben. I she because across Spider Verse really really elevated her character for me. Mm-hmm. S tier. Without S tier for me, uh, obviously I actually read like I have her graphic novel um, of like the first volume of her stuff. So I was already familiar how they did Gwen Stacy as Spider Gwen. Um, so when it, Into the Spider Verse came out, I was really excited to see her character and Spider Gwen be into it. But I really fell more in love with the Cross of Spider Verse because again, it delves into because that's how her comic looks—the drippy paint and stuff. That's a very great representation of how the comic feels and looks like. Um, and then you open the movie up with her, so that sets up a lot that this that this isn't a um, 
this isn't like a Miles fully story. This is also Gwen's story. This is also like Peter B. Parker's story. There's a lot of stories to be told here. I think her being basically the second main character to Miles, it really shows us across. So I think that's easily because she's just so well done. And then going to go save Miles in his world for beyond. So can I ask why we have Bryce Dallas Howard in the D tier, not the F tier? Because now talking about these other two Gwen Stacy's, I'm like, shit, she really <laughs> does not. I <clears throat> Ben just keep her in the D tier? I got Jesus. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. keep her. Just keep her there. Yeah. But she wasn't Gwen. She she was just there posing. So for her model shoot. <laughs> okay. Uh Peter B. Parker. Um Ben, you're a Jake Johnson fan, so why don't you tell, go ahead and take uh, Peter B. Parker first? I am a big fan. Um, he, hmm, a very, very funny, uh, very good comedic relief, and it uh, it was kind of cool having him as a as a mentor um, mm-hmm. in that first movie. And I was happy to see him come back uh, for a little bit in in Across Spider Verse um, with the. the having the, the, the baby um, and the holder thing on him was funny. Um, <clears throat> I'd probably, I'd, I'd just go with A overall. He does have a big impact, especially in the first movie um, and, and, and speeches and everything, but I don't know. I'm just kind of feeling A personally. I'm with you. I'm, I'm A because I think it's for me, if his role wasn't reduced in Across Spider first, I probably would have said S, but mm-hmm. he had a, a more reduced role because he didn't show up to like more than an hour into the movie, right? Yeah. Um, but you still feel his impact. Like you're still happy to see him when he pops up on screen. Mm-hmm. I think it's because of that his minimalized screen time in Across Spider Verse. I'm going to say A, but I just love their mentor relationship, the mentor-mentee relationship, and in into the Spider Verse. And he's also, I mean, he's got more issues going on than Miles does. I mean, his <laughs> he's going through. I mean, his Aunt May's dead. You know, his, you know, he's, of course, him and MJ are kind of rocky. So, I mean, maybe him and Toby McGuire can take notes on how to get an MJ. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go A, A tier. Because even him, Ben, he's probably the second most important character into the Spider-Verse. He kind of has his own arc. Yeah, yeah. Kind of conclude and into the Spider-Verse. So, yep, A tier for me as well. Zach? A tier, I like a different take of it, of seeing a more, not depressed Parker, or, yeah, I, I guess he was kind of depressed into the Spider-Verse crying in the shower and stuff, but more of like a, sh- like a schlubby Peter mm. Parker, <laughs> like, it, it's more humanized and stuff, which is different, um, and then he works out with MJ and across, and, uh, cause it has a spider baby, so I thought that was cute, and the little robe stuff was cute, with the baby and everything, um, yeah, I, I think A is a good tier. Um, he's sort of a mentor, mentor to Miles, but then he kind of like turns his back on him and across so quickly. Right. So it, that that's where it becomes like a little dilemma. But uh, let's see. I want to see more from Beyond. So, all right, let's talk about the uh, Chris Pines Peter Parker. Ben, not much screen time because he dies, obviously. <laughs> but I'm, I will say, in the limited screen time he does have, he made an impact. On this that 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 line he says to Miles, I forgot what exactly the line is, Ben. It's just like he's basically encouraging Miles, hey, like, hey, you're gonna get through this. I'm gonna teach you how to you know become Spider-Man and do all this stuff. And so I'm gonna say B tier just because of his impact in like the two or three minutes him and Miles share the screen together. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and that certain shock value too of like, oh shit, they really went for it. And they killed the Peter Parker. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then actually, it's actually more tragic that that Peter Parker wasn't supposed to die in the first place anyway. So, right. yeah, I'll say B tier though. My Zach. Uh, yeah, I'd say B B tier. I think the impact to Miles and like that emotional death he feels from him was pretty big, and the lines he gives him is just really inspirational. He is like just a he's like Mark Robbie's Barbie. He's like stereotypical Peter Parker. So <laughs> I think that's just it says it all. He wasn't really he's just there to give Miles his like like inspiration. You could say and in, into the Spider Verse. So I'd say B tier is a good spot. He's the only Spider-Man with a Christmas album, so B tier. Moving on to maybe the coolest animated character of all time, Ben. Hobie, Hobie, Hobie Brown. Um, I I love his character so much. I, I I really want to put him on the S tier. I don't know if I can yet, though, because I want to see what they do with him in Beyond the Spider-Verse. Right. So I'm going to say A, but I just, I mean, one, I love how we kind of before we get to like all the big reveals and stuff, when we meet Miguel, like Hobie's like, Hey miles, why do you want to join this club? This, this really isn't what you think. Like, why do you want to be a part of this establishment? So I, I like that. And then, but he's just, he's just so fucking cool. Like the, the design yeah. of the character, damn cool. Cool. He is. Uh, voice work with him. I Screw it. Fuck it. S. Excuse <laughs> my language. Yeah. S tier. Ben. Yeah. I think, I mean, I'm hoping after Beyond, he's definitely cemented at S tier, but I can see it leaning that way already. So, yeah, I'm 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 good with S uh, for all the reasons you said. Plus, for him being, you know, anti-establishment and stuff, which is uh, has some funny lines that also kind of like worked in the story because <laughs> he really helps did, yeah. Miles out at the end um, because of that attitude. So, yeah, good, great, great character, Zach. Uh, I agree, S tier. Um, I mean, it says a lot when Dale Kalula is so good at the role that they redesigned the character to fit more into <laughs> his voice acting. Mm-hmm. I think that says a lot. Um, I think uh, I like what you were saying, but like the anti-establishment stuff. I really didn't notice it till my second watch. You notice more details he's doing with the stuff he does in the background during the mm-hmm. whole uh, spider. Uh, I forgot what they called it. Society uh, hub. Yeah, spider society. Um, there's a there's just certain stuff he does in the background that I know is a lot more in a second time and helping out with Miles and stuff. Um, it just really comes to play. And I think he's just a great character. He He's like that Peter of he, he is good hearted in it, but it's a different version of that, like a different take of that. So I think that's what makes him so special. All right. Let's talk about both Miles. We're going to have to combine these two, Ben. Uh, Miles' mm-hmm. mom and dad, because I feel like both play a a different role in each film where Miles' dad's more on the in the light in the spotlight and in, into the Spider Verse, where Miles' mom's kind of more in the spotlight and across the Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna say I'm close to putting both of these in the S tier. <laughs> I love his parents so much, not just because of you know them being you know having great chemistry with one another and you know being inspirational to Miles. They have some of the best humor in both these movies, Ben. Yeah, yeah. I still love that whole. <laughs> Seeing where we're talking to his college counselor, right? Yep. Um, exactly. You know, Peter's like, you know, he's saying all these things, and Miles, I'm like, mm-hmm, yep, yep, yep. And then, like, it's just little stuff like this. But my, I think my favorite, favorite moment 
when Miles and his dad are talking across the Spider-Verse. And Miles' dad's like, he does these things that are so brilliant. And these things that are so dumb. I don't know what to do. Maybe get off the kid's ass. I don't, I, that line will, I just, I crack up every single time. Uh, but then, then we get to be one of the more emotional moments in both Spider-Verse movies when Miles and his mom are sitting down or on the rooftop talking. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I just, they have such, they're great parents. Miles, why do you hate your parents so much? Man, I'm just kidding. But I mean, like, <laughs> I, I love these parents. They're, they're, they're so great. So, fuck it. Screw it. S tier. I love it. I love these guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I do too. Um, and with, with animation, um, every scene is, you know, created from scratch and has to have a meaning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they, it, yeah, it could just be parents that show up and reprimand and whatever, but it, no, they, they always have either something funny to say or something, um, you know, dramatic and, and heart string pulling and something to going on. So yeah, I'm, I'm good with this as well. Zachary. Uh, I'll say a, um, maybe I need, I just, I don't know. Not like I need a little bit more from them, but, uh, I just don't remember. There's so much going on in these two movies that they're <laughs> so like, the yeah. least, they're like the back, like the back of my mind. Like, Oh yeah. His parents and stuff. Um, but yeah, his mom. Yeah, I'd say S tier for the mom. Yeah. Oh, why would you say that, Zach? The animation is really well done. That's all I'm going to say. It's a great animation. Great work, guys. Great work. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what to say to you right now, Zach. I really don't. Uncle Aaron, Ben. Mm-hmm. Screw it. Fuck it. S tier. I <laughs> what's not the little about Uncle Hair? The prowler. He's got <laughs> well there's well, that, well, but <laughs> so minor though, right? <laughs> I just, I love his chemistry he has with Miles, right? Like when they're going down, they're yeah. spraying artwork and stuff. I mean, Miles is that's kind of that's Uncle Ben to Miles. Mm-hmm. They have that sort of chemistry, that sort of relationship. And I'm not gonna lie, Ben. I had the biggest holy shit moment when he kind of when he pops back up and across the Spider Verse. I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh fuck, oh shit." Um, so I'm, I mean, I'm glad Mahershala Ali's back. I mean, he's got plenty of time since Blade's never gonna come out. Um, so I'm glad we were able to get him back for another movie and hopefully one more and be on the Spider Verse, Ben. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I I love this character just for the the, the sheer fact of how him and Miles. They're 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 back and forth together, and what he means to Miles, and you know he's intense as a prowler. Mm-hmm. Like he was out to kill until he realized just who he was going to kill, and then uh, you know that his his last words to Miles, you know, you're on your way, Miles. You're the best of both. What is it? The best of both worlds. The best of us. Something mm-hmm. like that. Um, yeah. Screw it. F it. S tier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess I am too. Um, for all the reasons you said, yeah, I don't really have much to add on. Really good, cool villain. Sure, sure. I agree. Yeah, the villain sure. aspect is cool, and the Prowler theme is amazing. Yes, yes. Okay, let's talk about big old fat old Kingpin. 
menacing villain, uh, A tier. I say A tier. That's a good. Yeah. yeah. Hey. All right. We're just blowing right through these. Yep. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, I mean, because some of these are kind of hard to grade because we're getting one yeah. more movie, right? Yeah. Right. To complete the trilogy. We got to Gwen Stacy, though. I mean, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's talk about Miguel. S tier. I'm with you. S tier. I yeah. mean, do you, I, there's a, this is a very complicated villain or anti hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's more to the surface with him because he believes what he's doing is right. He's just coming off the wrong way. Uh, he's being too much of an asshole. You know. I, but, he's being but, too much of an asshole, but you see why he has to. Like, right. Worlds are being destroyed. <laughs> so it's just like, he see he it's hard it's hard it's a hard dilemma and that's what again mm-hmm. like I said what there are all Spider-Man villains you understand them that's what makes them great. Ben, anything else? To yeah, add? Uh, yeah, I agree. Excited to see where uh, where else we go with him in the next film. But uh, yeah, already S tier. All right, and then our last two characters we're going to talk about: uh, Captain Stacy, Gwen's father, and uh, Spider-Man or the Spider Verse. Movies. Um, I'm I'm kind of TBD, so I'm gonna say B here. I want to see if he has any kind of impact in in the next movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he probably. It doesn't sound like he will. Ben, I don't know. I feel like he kind of has his own little arc here. We're trying to hunt down Spider Gwen or mm-hmm. this version Spider Man, and then coming to terms with his daughter at the end of the movie. Uh, you know what? I, I'm gonna say A. I'm gonna say A. I I, I kind of like where he ends up. So yeah, I'll say I'll say A. I, I say A too because I think what makes him A like towards the A character in the end of Cross is like he understands Gwen and lets her go. So yep. that's what like comes to full circle is like the understanding, which was a surprise to mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, yeah, A. Small but impactful. And then for some reason we gotta talk about Tom Hardy's venom. <laughs> I, I I do not understand this. Well, we have to talk about, uh, but but Mr. Zach sells uh, vouch for him. So um, technically, gonna... in No Way Home for a little bit. No so, Way yeah. Home. Oh, okay. And in the Crossfire Verse, his world was in it. Yeah, but it was oh, Mrs. Yeah. Chen, not not him. So <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm gonna say B tier for for Mr. Hardy and, and Venom. I mean, much better than Topher Grace, but uh, I'm not gonna put him on a tier with the original Uncle Ben, Sandman, and Hot May. Nope, not doing it. B tier. A tier. I say A tier <laughs> because Tom Hardy was committed in that first movie. Like he like is so cheesy, is so campy. He's just going around dumping himself in lobster tanks and just like going full he's he's a sweaty mess going around uh New York and it's amazing to see. So I say A tier. Uh, I was gonna say C tier. <laughs> you know, I'm not a huge fan of those movies. Uh, oh, it evens out to a too, a little too campy for me. Yeah, evens out to me. Okay. Then you want to uh, hear my hot mate one more time? I think we should. I think we need to put uh, uh, hot mate again. <laughs> okay. Just, uh, just, uh, just to round it up. Oh, look, Topher Grace is there too. We put him back on the. Where do we have Topher at? There he is. We'll put him on the D tier again too. <laughs> All right, we're done here, guys. Yep. This was fun. This was great. Goodbye. I'm just kidding. Um, to recap, 
Not again. Oh, not again. <laughs> uh, in the F here, we have uh, useless Captain Stacy in the Rami universe and the useless Rhino in uh, Amazing Spider-Man movies. In the D tier, we have Topher Grace twice <laughs> and uh, Bryce Dallas Howard's Gwen Stacy and Dane DeHaan's uh, Green Goblin. In the C tier, we have the dickhead Uncle Ben, uh, Martin Sheen, and the uh, lizard guy from Amazing Spider-Man. Two old white men with glasses. There we go. Yes. There we go. One of them is very mean to his uh to his nephew. Just 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 putting it out. Or... Yeah, there we go, nephew. I almost said grand god grandson Ben. Um, <laughs> B tier: Kirsten Dunst, MJ, Harry Osborne, James Franco, Sally Fields, Aunt May, uh, Dennis Leary's underrated Captain Stacy. Uh, Jamie Foxx's Electro, Happy Hogan, the original Peter Parker in Spider-Verse, and for some reason, Tom Hardy's Venom. <laughs> in the A tier, we have oh, Jesus, ben. Uh, ben Parker in the Rami universe, uh, Sandman, uh, Bruce Campbell, for some reason. In the, <laughs> <laughs> this is so weird. Uh, ring announcer, Bruce Campbell. Yeah, ring announcer. Uh, okay, a- MJ, Sindas MJ, Ned Leeds, uh, Hot May, uh, Mysterio, uh, Peter Peter B. Parker, Kingpin, Captain Stacy in the universe in the, in the universe in the <laughs> universe universe and Aunt May once more. God damn it! Uh, in the S tier, we have <laughs> almost there. Hobie McGuire, Peter Parker, uh, Rosemary Harris as Aunt May, J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson, Blum Dafoe, Screen Goblin, Doc Ock. Uh, Bruce Campbell's cameos in Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3. Uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Emma, I almost said Emma Stone Spider-Man. Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy. Uh, the Goat, Tom Holland. Uh, Vulture. Um, and then basically every animated character in the Spider-Verse <laughs> universe <laughs> is in the S tier. I am not going to go through that. Okay, Miles, Gwen, Hobie, Miles' parents, Uncle Aaron, and Miguel. There we go. God damn it. All right. Ooh, your life is so hard, Rob. It's so hard. <laughs> so hard. So hard. Whew. Oh, let's take a drink of my Coke Zero right here, Ben. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well deserved. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We'll be parched. <laughs> what are you drinking, Zach? You didn't do anything. What are you drinking, what are you drinking for? Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Water. Oh, okay. Oh. Ben. Yes. Oh, wait. Sorry. I, I got to go to Zach first. Yeah. Uh, Zach. <laughs> Tell the good people where they can find you online and tell and answer the question today. What Spider-Man movies would you keep if you can only keep three? Oh, right. Only keep three. You can mm-hmm. find me on Instagram at the Horror Enthusiast and Larry Box and Zach TR. Um, in a three spo- What's that? Nothing, nothing. Go ahead. Copycat. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hold on. My mic died. Or my, head, my headphone died. We can still hear you. Okay, I can hear y'all. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Technical difficulties towards the end. Um, the three Spider-Man movies I would keep, I would keep No Way Home, uh, Spider-Man 2, and Across the Spider-Verse. Ben, where can look at people find us online? You can find us on Instagram at the Infinity Film Podcast, and you can email us with your thoughts on these characters, what you want to see in future Spider-Man movies, any stories you want to see. And uh, was Martin Sheen right about Peter being an obligation? Let us know. Email us at rb.theinfinityfilmpodcast at gmail.com. That's rb like Rod Ben dot the infinity film podcast at gmail.com. 
And you set us up early for the question of the day, and I did not think about it at all. And this is a very, very tough question. Classic Ben. Uh, (laughs) You know me. Spider-Man 2 has to be there because it is my favorite of all time. Um, See, it's weird to me picking (sighs) No Way Home (laughs) because if we're only, you know, we don't get the nostalgia and stuff to build up. But I guess that one. And then um, for right now across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I want to do Spider-Man 2. Gotta keep seeing Spider-Man 2 in there. Uh, and then I- I'm still torn on which Spider-Man movie is my favorite between Across the Spider-Verse and No Way Home. I, I lean towards Across the Spider-Verse, but us talking about No Way Home today, I'm like, oh, no, I like that one more. But So th- it's like 1A, 1B for me. But yeah, it'd be those three um, Spider-Man movies as well. So we're all kind of in agreement there. Ben, that's, that's going to do it for our episode here. All right. This was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're recording this early, so it'll be out the first week of November. Yeah. I don't know what that date is, but uh, then the following week, we're actually switching up um, actresses. At, we're doing an actress retrospective, technically the week after. Okay. Uh, talking about one of your favorite actresses, Ben, and preparation for the Marvels. We're talking about Brie Larson. Oh, yes. Next actress retrospective. So, you That's know, it. by the way, back in July, <laughs> oh, God. I met her, right? Yeah. Yep. She put her arm around me, right? We heard. All right. right. All right. All right. <laughs> right here. And she liked my Suspiria shirt. Where's and... your wife? Wait, can your wife come? I, I wish I just need your wife for one of these episodes, man. Because I, I need to see what the, the show off the simp that she you was are. so happy for me. She was so happy for me and was like cheering me on. So never let her go, Zach. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bill, we can talk about short term 12 and Captain mm-hmm. Marvel and mm-hmm. uh, her time at 21 Jump Street, actually. My mind thought about that. Yeah. Who knows if Zach will be there or not? I don't know. <laughs> you know what? I'm calling it now. He won't be. Because <laughs> all I was going to do was bring up, oh, you know, I met Brie Larson at the concession stand at the AMC a little near me. <laughs> she can't put her arm around me and say, can you buy me my large popcorn and large drink too? Thank you, Zach. I appreciate it. I, I would. I would. It's like, I know like, you would. <laughs> I, I was like, I got this. I got the A-list. I get you a discount. <laughs> okay, we're going to go ahead and end the episode right yep. now, so. Before Zach you know, goes on ramble, pay for a regular popcorn. You get a large one for free. For Zach, myself, <laughs> and and for and for and for Ben, uh, enough said. 